Greetings fans, welcome to another edition of Shy Lounge. I am the sensational one, Shinblade, along with uh, a lovely co-host, should I say. Um, I don't know what to describe her, uh, other than beautiful and voluptuous. I'll take that. Uh, I'm always scared when you're, you you start this introduction to me. I'm just like, I have no clue what you're going to say. It is very, very disconcerting, but hi, I'm Mika. Well, you know, I got to shape it up because... Um, shape it up shake it up because you know this world we live in right now 2020 it's been a very very interesting year it's been an interesting 10 years in 2020 this is the longest year ever it is indeed the year that never ends like the song that never ends this is the year that never ends bullshit goes on and on my friend oh sorry you actually need to make a song of that and trademark it i can't that's somebody else's song it's Sherry Lewis and Lamb Chop from Lamb Chop's Play Along. So that's a whole lot of, you know, trademark, copyright infringement. Don't sue me. I ain't got no money. Not a lot of us got any money. Some people still out of work. Some people still getting unemployment. Some people are getting arrested for taking unemployment. <laughs> if you are cheating the system or you've taken that loan to do dubious things with, congratulations. You played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. There, there was a, a rapper, um, I think he was from California somewhere. He, he got like $1.2 million and rapped about it. Wait, $1.2 million in unemployment? Well, it was, it was people's, uh, like they had preloaded credit cards for people in California and he just stole them and everything. Good God almighty. And what was the unemployment in California? I'm changing states. I was scared of the earthquakes and falling into the ocean, but damn it, I can float. No comment. I uh, <laughs> but the thing about it, the funny part about it was he made the song and said that uh, you got to make this money selling cocaine. All I got to do is file a claim. Idiot or old school idiot. Well, this is the boondocks coming to life. Play it for the jury by uh, Gangs Delicious. Oh, my God. You remember that episode? Between the boondocks and the Simpsons. And Chappelle. And Chappelle. Our world is not going to hell in a handbag. Ladies and gentlemen, this is hell. Welcome. We are all burning accordingly and not from any STDs, just from life. Well, if COVID-19 was also like a deadly, uh, other than being it a deadly virus, if it was like a mutating deadly virus, it'd be the walking dead. There's a bunch and, of zombies and, walking around here and now. And Resident Evil. Well, welcome to Baltimore. Yeah, because I was, I rolled into this city and there was this like weird smog. And I, I really literally, I probably should have turned around because I was like, wait, it's bright on this side of the road. But as I'm driving in, it's dark and smoggy. And that was super scary. I made sure my windows were rolled up tight. I turned off the AC. I didn't want anything to flow into the car. But yeah, this is this is a little scary place. <laughs> yeah, so it's like between Baltimore and D.C., like, it's just one big beltway of scary places. I mean, going down to D.C. on certain uh, areas in the evening time, it can be scary, too. 
But I'm glad that you're here. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad that you're that you're joining me. Also, um, it's just been very funny that the last episode that a couple things to bring onto this episode that I'm going to bring as topics. Uh, one I'm going to get into later, but the first one is that for those who didn't catch the last episode, I tried to promote it as much as I can, put it on Twitter. Don't want to spam you with the tweet saying, listen to my episode, listen to my episode, and all that. Put it on Instagram, then um, no secret here because other podcasters do it. But when it comes to putting it out as an ad for people that follow you and like your material, uh, via Facebook, it didn't go through. Facebook maybe has a beef. Maybe with you because Facebook loves me. Well, you, you know, you put selfies up there. I'm more opinionated about certain subjects. You should probably put some selfies up there, show a little skin. Maybe Facebook will like you more. Well, if I show a skin, I had to open up my OnlyFans page. Go for it. Uh, nah, nah. Nobody want to see Shin Blade's uh, blade uh, all out there in the open. All right. I started this mess. I apologize, <laughs> y'all. But anyway, um, I tried to promote it for new fans, new new listeners, uh, past listeners, or whatever have you, and I it, I did it about three times and it failed, uh, you know, because it didn't follow ad uh, community standards, community standards, whatever you want to call it. It's a dirty word, community standards, Facebook. Yeah. You know, because we talked about Breonna Taylor and the verdict that they weren't going to pursue trial. And there's still more drama going on to this day. So I'm going to say it right now. Uh, uh, justice for Breonna Taylor and for anybody else, Jacob Blake, for anybody else who's been accosted by the uh, Fraternal Order of Police with the abuse of power. I don't I don't care. Mika came up here and said her piece. I stood behind it 100 percent being a black woman, protect black women. And I wasn't going to change my uh, episode for anything just because I want to get it promoted. Nor should I, you have to. I, I rather, I rather be me, and I rather be how I feel or how we feel, and um, don't change for anybody. And and it just talks about society in a way that you know I have to change myself to appease people. So again, if you want to listen to that episode, I'll be I'll be proud to throw that link to you for you to listen to it. iTunes, SoundCloud podcast addict stitcher whatever po- uh platform that shy lounge is on uh and even even going on instagram because instagram is also facebook too right uh, but They're i owned say by the same yeah corporations but i also say a bunch of bitches too uh Damn. mark zuckerberg has to hire a new crew to, to uh monitor material because this afternoon i saw Ruby sky's uh instagram post of how her uh post was violating community standards she she showed the notification you know blah 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 and it was a picture of one of her sons in a diaper it's a it's a weird tough world we live in and you know of course you want to protect everybody anybody who could be in danger from some kind of predator or predatory um people out there so You've got Reedy Sky with her kid, you know, in a in a diaper, and that's normal. You know, it's not something that's quote unquote abnormal, but um, apparently, according to now, a lot of this is bots. A lot of this is computers. There's not actual people necessarily monitoring accounts or what have you. Just these bots that were created to do the monitoring. Um, it's I, turning into iRobot, y'all. <laughs> 
you know, it's 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 T two. Terminators are they're going to come for us because we're all just you know. And, and the uh, animatrix, whoever is into that, I'm into the animatrix. Um, but also, I found it funny because I follow uh, Ashley Graham, plus size model on Instagram, and she's always naked, breastfeeding her baby who's like a number of months old, still able to breastfeed. Why is she naked breastfeeding? Maybe she's is art topless. No, no, she she's butt naked. I can show you some pictures. No, thank you. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's beautiful though, but I'm just saying, like you know, baby in a diaper, butt naked and taste breastfeeding your baby. It kind of backwards here. Again, there that you also have you said the the words this is a model so clearly art you say art quote so, unquote yeah you you can quote and unquote the art she she has a lot of she has a lot of followers too I mean I'm sure Evie has a, a ton of followers well probably not as many not as much as Ashley Graham again you got that art concept you've got that you know it's it's a loose crazy world these bots these people this programming this whatever. It all sucks, you know? It pretty much does. And there was one, uh, speaking of Instagram, there was one funny antidote that I caught last week. And that was, it was from an uh, Instagram story that got picked up by everyone. And that was from uh, America's favorite female rapper, Cardi B, where she posted a picture. Oh, end quote, favorite. Okay. Well, you know, she, she has that personality. She's Rosie Perez 2.0. Yeah, we'll do that to Rosie. She's got talent. Uh, okay. Um, but anyway, she posted a... She accidentally put on a story, a topless photo of herself. She was trying to show her soon-to-be ex but reunited husband offset about her busted lip and she was topless and her boobies was out and you know how the internet is. Once you post it, it's, it's a field day. And, and, you know, deleted it, whatever. So... Um, it didn't also the jokes came in because her areolas was stretched out, you know, it was from breastfeeding and all the pictures and everything of that nature. So, I mean, I, I understand that because I... Um, you breastfed? No. All right, I'm done. I'm sorry. No. I, I, I could care less about Cardi's boobs, really and truly. Well, but to me, it was one of those moments where I'm like, eh, where's the shock and all? We all know that she used to strip and, you know, she let it out, so what? whatever. And plus, she came out with a song over the song called WAP. So what what do you expect? Not a lot. It's not a it's not a shock and awe factor. But I wanted to just let people know that uh, about the how uh, Facebook and Instagram run by bots and you violate community standards by saying so little when people over yonder or whatever can say so much and curse words and talk about liberals and twenty twenty Trump and COVID nineteen fake conspiracies and, and it still passes. So, mind yourselves on social media because Facebook and Instagram can't mind you. So, anyway, um, I'm going to go with, with the uh, show that I actually proposed uh, earlier today. It's been a long day for me. And, you know, one of the funniest things I ever found, I, I think it was this week that I found, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but the burial of WWE Group Retribution. I no, the burial of them? Yes. No. Oh, well, uh, Retribution was supposed to be this big group and this little militant group that WWE has, Renegades or whatever. It's just like how the Nexus was 10 years ago. Got into the scene. Okay, Mustafa Ali is the head guy. 
And then he reveals himself as the hacker, which they dropped the ball on that one because everybody was waiting for that. They weren't expecting Mustafa Ali as a hacker. Oh, a lot of people were. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I didn't hear anybody. A lot of people were back at WrestleMania. They were supposed to expose Sonya Deville and The Miz and say the truth is going to set, set you free, and they never uh, executed that part. Um, except for exposing that they were trying to break uh, Otis and Mandy up. But that's WWE storyline. But they got beat up pretty bad by The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, mm-hmm. and later on by The Hurt Business. So you're saying that the booking is the burial because how they were supposed to be this all quote unquote powerful group. They got beat up by Bray and one person or one entity because it's not really a person. The Fiend, excuse me. The Fiend. One entity and then by the Hurt Business collectively. So. Well, they had a match against the Hurt Business and it, it got to the point where <laughs> it was just over. Bobby Lashley made uh, Dijak tap out. and Not his name. T-Bar. Uh, I'm going through it. You you know who it is. It got to the point where Mercedes Martinez probably quit and just walked out and said, I ain't doing this. So She wasn't there. She's I don't know what happened to her, her um, but yeah, she was she's been out of the, the loop even before the draft. So Well, good. She stands alone as it is. She's a talent herself. So anyway, I had a couple topics, and one that you uh, pulled, Mika, was uh, a very interesting one. I didn't... I didn't get this as a whole, but I, but I saw it via posts and uh, you know Twitter, Instagram, the PWI Women's One Hundred. Oh, yeah. And how influential that's becoming. I mean, this is the second year in a row um, that they've done it. Well, they've done it since twenty eighteen, and this year I think it's more more well rounded in the point that there is a lot of indie um, talent that is popped up on the list and that's a good thing because you've got a ton of ton of talented females out there who are outside of the WWE sphere. Of course, the WWE um I almost called them divas, I'm sorry. The WWE kind of still are the way they've been treating them. Yeah, I'm like no. The WWE wrestlers are going to get quote unquote top billing because it's the WWE. They're on worldwide TV, yep. XYZ, blah blah blah. So of course um, you got Bailey and uh, Becky, one and two respectively. But there is a ton of females who are not in the WWE who who make this list up and who are, you know, on a, 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 excuse me, a great great path as far as their careers go. And just this being a a nod to their professionalism and just their their hustle out there, especially the girls on the independents. So I wanted to say like this is a great list. You've got some people who I take out of the top 10. Go ahead. No, I'm not going to, you know, poop on anybody. These girls, these ladies all worked hard. I just do want to call out a couple interesting things. I don't think it's calling, I don't think uh, it's calling uh, crapping on anybody when you make your own personal picks. And then you say everybody has worked hard, which is actually true. They, you know, they, they have worked hard. Um, some of them, again, professionally, yes. Personally, and how they conduct themselves outside of the ring, then, you know, some leave a lot to be desired. But Tessa Blanchard made number three, didn't she? No, Tessa is on the list. Tessa's number seven. Um, okay. 
I'm sorry. We just we're just crapping on Tessa we, for no, I, no reason. I, no poly who friends say. Uh, past episode. I'm not crapping. I'm just calling it like it is. Okay. Uh, again, I'm not gonna crap on it. But again, you've got great people like Priscilla Kelly on the list at 38. Um, Faye Jackson. Oh yeah. Number 41. Faye is on also the PWI 500. Um, really? Yes, as well. So she's on two lists or both of their lists this year. She's not the only female who did that. Um, Max the Impaler, who's number 100 on the women's wrestling list, is also on the PWX 500s. PWI, I'm sorry. PWX is North Carolina people. I know. What's up? Hi, Brian. Hey, on the PWI 500 list as well. So there's two females who've done that, that feat. Again, amazing considering that wrestling is universal it's for everybody and that when you wrestle it should not matter whether you're a man or woman it's the skill and what you bring to the and performance and all of that standout performance and somebody who made the 100 list this year who um i think should be applauded and is also opening doors for people number 92 candy lee um candy lee is a transgendered wrestler okay um and that is amazing candy lee is on twitter and has said, you know, repeatedly this was a goal and she didn't think this would happen. You know, it's it's a world we live in that unfortunately you have people um, who, because of their, you know, affiliations, their nature, people want to downplay and downgrade and not give them the, the justice or the things that they are due. Kenny Lee worked hard this year. And I know, you know, to say the world we're in crazy but where, where's Kendley from as far as regions New Zealand okay because I was thinking that other than Nyla Rose she can't be the only transgender on the list no Nyla Rose is not and Nyla Rose is of course on the list at number 16 so okay um but again that's one of the things where Nyla Rose has a um I want to say a more forefronted uh centering where she is on AEW yes. where you're going to see her week after week where on TV, where Candy is not on TV. Candy okay. doesn't have that kind of exposure, the same exposure that Nala has. But again, her body of work is speaking for itself and showing the world in general, like, hey, you know what? Nyla's not the only one. There mm-hmm. are a lot of us out here. And she gets to, you know, represent and to open doors. So I, I know I know a couple other ones. And I, I, again, I'm not trying to crap on them, but I... I just didn't see as far as performance. Like, I know I'm from New York and to Virginia, but as far as performance-wise, it was just that, um, not really. So I have to look up Candy Lee and see her work, and I, I, I will probably be amazed more um, more than the other ones that I would see. So that's why when people say wrestling is for everyone, I don't hold it in that regard how everyone else set, uh, thinks. I hold in, can you put butts in seats? Can you perform? Can you get the people going? Um, Just like the old school wrestling mindset, that is my mindset also. It's not about, you know, you can do anything you want in life, point blank, is you can do anything you want in life as long as you have the skills and talent. And that's one of my gripes about how people gaslight or build, try to falsely build up other wrestlers Saying, oh, yeah, you can do it. Just get in there. Just keep going. Just keep going. Sometimes you got to tell people you suck. And and that's just, I mean, again, 
I'm 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 saying it in the, in the standpoint of performing, getting people interested in your matches, you know, your build, conducting yourself on social media. criticism, not just you suck. No, no, no. That that's what I'm, I'm. I'm. Well, some people do suck, but other people leave to are left to be desired. As far as you know, you need to build your social media more. You need to be more interactive. You need to improve your move set or even your emotions in a match and things like that. So it's not it's 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 a wide range right there, but still I'm amazed that somebody that I've never heard of that's made the list and is garnering a following as we speak right now. And when this uh, COVID nineteen business is over, another year, um, sh- she will get a fanfare or she will get booked at certain entities, even in the United States if they open up New Zealand. She was she was due to be here yes. and in work, so this is not a. New Zealand doesn't have a huge wrestling scene to begin with, so, um, you know, being... I'm waiting for Shaz and McKenzie to come back anyway. I'm sure Shaz is waiting to come back as well, so um, I know Shaz is waiting to come back, as a matter of fact. But there, again, with 2020 being the year that it is, and this also, this, this grading period or this observation period being before, you know, COVID went all crazy, um... And, and kind of put the world in wrestling, of course, at a standstill. Next year will be interesting as well to see um, how wrestling comes out of this. Wrestling is coming back, you know, I don't want to say slowly because there's a lot of stuff happening we'll talk about later. But certain, certain states. Wrestling is coming back, and so it'll be interesting to see how it this list comes out next year, what moves the ladies do. Um, also, I want to say... Sue Young is, of course, on the list, and I always don't think she's the number one. Sue's got uh, such a diverse character, and the work is always solid no matter what. You got the Undead Bride, you have Susie. Just the fact of the matter is... Where was Susie ranked? Sue Young, because Susie was not in this grading period. Oh, man. um, Was at... Burn the list. (laughs) It's okay, you know. Sue Young was, I want to say, 44. Yeah, 44 on the list. That's low. It's not low. Remember, it's a hundred women, okay, and and wrestling, and you you've got a you've got a padding there with WWE women. Um, oh, oh, okay, all right, I get I get that part. I'm I'm sorry, um, because I'm thinking you know I watch Impact more than I watch WWE, right? And it's not saying that you know women in WWE doesn't get to me as far as performance. It's just the fact that you know. Uh, Raw and SmackDown at a point it just gets so drudgingly slow and I'm not talking about the COVID audience and th- the Thunderdome it gets so drudgingly slow that you just can't really watch it well you and, you um, watch and I watch Impact right. and Sue Young slash Susie has been uh, very very entertaining with the wrestler's house and you know I got the runs and things like that so you know it, 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 it like Taya Valkyrie um, Taya Ke- Valkyrie's on the list. Taya's at 17. Okay. Kira- Jordan Grace is at 12. So you have two top tier talents um, from Impact in the top 20. Um, Where was Tasha Steeles? Tasha Steeles is on the list and she's at number 67. Kira okay. Hogan's on the list at number 60. Um, Whoa. You've got AEW females. You have um, Sheeta, Hikaru Sheeta is number 10. 6. Okay. Um, Rio is number 8. Um, wow. Yeah. We haven't seen her in like a long well, time. Again, the, the observation period was earlier, late last year, early okay. into this year. So Rio is back in Japan right now. 
Yeah, um, yeah. So you haven't seen her because she's not here in again wrestling. You know. Uh, let's crazy. see. Uh, B Priestley. <sighs> B Priestley is number thirty-seven. Mm-hmm. Lufisto, Lufisto, who's a veteran. Oh in this my business, god! Who is one of the people? If you want to talk to Mercedes Martinez, who's twenty-nine on this list, um, but somebody who name alone is respected throughout the entire industry, be you man, woman, or child, Lufisto's on the list at number thirty-five. Um, mm. Lufisto, while that may be low, but remember, yeah. Lufisto did have a a lot of time off. Um, in the, during this observation period, and she still made this list at 35. So that again speaks to how um, dominant she is a figure in wrestling. She in general. she's just so kind, man. Like I I met Lufisto in 2015, 16. Uh, her husband introduced me to her because I know her husband, and like I didn't know who Lufisto was or is, and I just looked up her work and her old CZW work, and I'm just like, what? Why has she been, like... Because she made a transformation when she first started to where she is now. And I just think that she ought to be uh, promoted more than some other people. So sometimes I had a mindset to, like, why they have this one instead of this person? Like, there was there was one person that I think you were friends with. And I had a very, very dumb moment this week. That uh, there was a... I was looking up uh, Wild Superheroes off of uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. And there was a woman by the name of Wild Fury, or at least that's a tag on the uh, on Instagram. Yes. Then I found out I was like, she looks she looked really really familiar, <laughs> and it turned out it was Harlow O'Hara. Yes, Harlow O'Hara is my child, and my children. Never heard of her in so long. She was like Battle Club Pro, Icons Champion, and that, and all of a sudden nothing. Yeah, Harlow Harlow took a break. Um, you had Wild Superheroes. She was doing that. Um, Kiara Hogan was also doing that. So there was a lot of... Um, Diamante. Diamante was doing that. There was a lot of that going on. So after that kind of stopped, she took a break. Then pandemic, you know. <laughs> so there's a, a lot. But again, you have you bring up people like Harlow. Like I can bring up someone else who's um, not on the list, who, you know, who's been out here doing it. The Wode, uh, Dementia D. Rose. Um, yeah there's a lot of women who are not on this list who you know you could make arguments for that they should be on the list someplace on the list but again as wrestling continues to go forward as the women tend to get more um, recognition for their hard work and dedication and for the things that they bring for the different aspects of their in and out of ring game these are names and these are people who you should be on the lookout for and you definitely will see perhaps make a list next year or some coming years or if not even if they don't make the list these are names that you you damn sure should like you know campaign for be mm-hmm. like mpwi what about this person what about this person they my goal or my desire well you have 500 wrestlers for the quote-unquote men's side. And again, it's not the men's side. It's 500 wrestlers. But let's expand the female side. Let's go from 100 to 200. Because there are... That's not bad. That's there not are bad lots of talented women out there who, you know, you can look at right now and say, why are they not on this list? You could look inside of all of WWE, all of AEW, all of Impact, the NWA, Camille... Is not on this list, I don't think. And uh, you know, of course, matches on TV, 
count towards their observation or whatever. But Camille was working independence as well. So and, and plus she's uh NWA with uh Nick Aldis group, which I'm forgetting the name of, so I would think that would boost. Um okay if if Camilla Camille Kane is not on the list. Where, where is uh Alicia Fox? Alicia Fox is not on this list. Oh thank goodness. Um, uh, Ivelisse. Ivelisse is on this list. Ivelisse is number 31. Okay, I'm in love. I I met Ivelisse. We know each other. I'm in love with her professionally. Um, the baddest bitch in the ring. Because I'm a Lucha Underground guy anyway. So, like, what she put off in Lucha Underground and turned it to La Sakaria, I'm in love La with La is before Lucha Underground. La Sakaria's was her. Well, that was, you know, again, if you followed her before TV, if you watched her progression, she's been the baddest bitch for a long time. You know? Yeah, and then plus they had a little, they had a little shoot business in AEW uh, in one match, which wasn't big though, but I think it was receipts. Uh, I think it was like her and Diamante. No, no, not her against Diamante. I think it wasn't Sheeta. It was somebody. No, it was Thunder Rosa. Mm-hmm. Thunder Rosa got to be top twenty. Thunder Rosa is on this list. Um, Thunder Rosa is number 14. Okay. NWA Women's Champion. All right. I am grilling you about this list. How about Allison K? Allison K. Pinky's up. Allison K is, of course, on the list. Allison K, who's been around forever and ever. And I mean that in the best way because yep. I went to a Shimmer show and I was talking to my sister, and the Shimmer show was. 2007 I think it was yeah. and my sister remembers Allison K. Um, she that was the only person she remembered outside of Daphne um, and she was like Allison K. is that girl still wrestling she was so good back then she has to be great now top 20 um, top 25 Allison K. number 25 oh okay Kylie Ray Smiley Kylie top 20 number 19 Again. And, and maybe, maybe she's going to be Impact Champion after the weekend. Don't know. Holding on to hope. Possible. Deanna Perrazzo. Um, who's number 30 on the list. Wow. Champion number 30. Okay. All right. But again, before her championship, before she was in Deanna Perrazzo, I know. during this grading period, was still in, uh, I think she was probably still in NXT or whatever. She was a. Barely making NXT as a performer per se. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to. Yeah, jump this was down. from October 2019 to October. Well, it says October 2020, but I think. That okay, no, Deanna been here, been in Impact since August, I think. Yeah, so I I even think that is wrong as far as October to October because we're still in October right now. Um, I think the green period maybe stopped a couple months ago. Yeah. So before Deanna's um, title um, run, I think before she got into. But but for you who's listening, look up the PWI Women's uh, 100 and just look at the list of amazing women. And if you don't know any of the names on there, go look them up. Go check out their stuff. There's a reason they made this list. And YouTube. <laughs> but there is a reason that you should know them. And for the, your favorites who did not make them, I'm going to tell you. Tweet and Facebook at PWI. They're receptive as hell. Like There's only so much wrestling that these staffers can watch and they don't know necessarily all the time what to watch, especially when it comes to women's wrestling because 
This is a male dominated sport. And, and, and don't don't contact Bill Abder. Because Bill Abder, he's been out of PWI for years, and that was my years when I grew up reading the magazines. I don't think anybody knows who Bill Abder is. You're just showing your... Wow. Yeah, I'm just okay. saying. I'm that's, that's my guy, man. Listen, I love him. I'm not him. saying it's not your guy, but I'm saying what you you nope. just brought his name up, so now somebody's going to look him up and go, why can't I tweet him now? Well, then again, that's my first episode. Bill Abder. There you go. His wrestling fix. <laughs> I didn't know he was broken. Very, very funny guy. He's very hilarious, full of life, loves karaoke. Um, I don't. How did this go from girls to Bill after? Well, PWI. Yeah, yeah. They're bridging right Back there. To what I but, did. but when what Mika, the add-on what Mika was saying about the, the list, the top one hundred PWI women's list, it's a holy grail for a lot of wrestlers for the five hundred. And you know, if we build this women's list up, it could be two hundred. And it can be as built up as the 500 as far as anticipation is concerned. Because if you don't know, follow some of your favorite wrestlers around about this time when the PWI 500 comes out. And they will post screenshots of their standings on social media. There's only so much um, accolades that you can get in professional wrestling outside of your, you want to call it your region, your set. Like... We talked about different promotions, like I brought up PWX mistakenly in New York, that's North Carolina. So if you're a North Carolina-based wrestler or Georgia-based wrestler, of course your state, your area, they're going to know you. They're going to shower you with praise and accolades if you Darius are, 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 are good. But to have this list come out, and it's a worldwide list, not just in your area, the top 10 people in your area. This is the top you know, 100, 500 in the world. And that's an achievement in itself because, again, there's much more than 500 wrestlers in the world combined. Yes, it is. You know, so to be included on this list is not just a an achievement. It's almost an anomaly because, you know, statistically speaking, you may never make this list. You could be a 15, 20, 30, 40 year veteran and be good, be great. And, and gristle. And, and be stop good and great and be respected <laughs> amongst your peers and never make this list there are hundreds upon hundreds of great wrestlers who have never and will never make these lists so again to make it yes your favorites are going to post and be proud and to share it's not just the work that they do it's the people supporting them it's the people keeping them going because you're, they're not getting rich doing this wrestling. They're they're hurting themselves body wise, mentally, night in and night out, pursuing this dream, this goal of being a professional wrestler. So, yes, when somebody who's not you know biased, you know, for them, like oh my gosh, Jimmy Jewel Joe is the greatest person ever, and he's my number one or she's my number one wrestler. The PWI is a list. This wrestling magazine has been around for ever and ever and it's well respected in the business so to make this list um no matter where you are number wise is phenomenal statistically uh almost impossible and great that if you make it and you continue your your striving your push to again to be someplace in the world and go you're a wrestler just off looks uh, unless you're somebody a hogan or a rock or somebody that doesn't happen so you gotta put the work in and they're putting the work in yeah that's what that's what the goal is and that's why they're so 
proud and happy to share because some of that work is paying off. And I don't want to I don't want to shoot too much, but you just basically you just basically what said what I said about being a performer, being a wrestler, even you know anything. You have to travel. You have to go out. You have to go to people's when it's promotions. Safe. Yes, you you have to you, or, or get invited. You have to go to people's promotions and perform and uh, make that lasting impression. Because my my thing about it is, and it happened to me in Rhode Island when I was with a radio show, go in there as an unknown, but leave being talked about. And that's the biggest impression that you can ever put. I remember um, being here in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, going to a Ring of Honor show. I was first introduced to Dalton Castle. Let alone everybody was. We didn't know who he was. We didn't know what the boys or anything of that nature. Fought Jay Lethal. At the end of that match, at that taping, everybody was talking about Dalton Castle when he left. And that is how you become a performer. And I'm shooting a little bit, but a lot of these Maryland people do not want to leave the state. They it's think not they, just Maryland. You, you, there's, there's a term. I don't, called, I, I, I don't know. There's a term I called 40 milers. And it's not a, a Maryland term. It's not a Georgia term. It's not a North Carolina term. It's a term that's prevalent throughout wrestling. Some people are comfortable in their niche. They're comfortable being in the vicinity of their homes. They don't want anything more than what they have. Weekend warriors. And wait, 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 wait. Let's break this down a bit because I think you're crossing, you're crossing what I'm trying to say. There are people out there who wrestle for the local shows and the basketball stadiums and whatever have you, being weekend warriors, and that's all they want to do. We're, I'm well and fine with that. But people who want to say that I want to be here, I want to be in WWE, I want to be in Impact, I want to be in ROH, I want to be known around the world. I'm talking about those people that don't want to leave their house. Well, they don't want that. what they're saying they want then, and that's the same thing. You can't want to be a global superstar or global phenomenon and not make it off your block that's that's stupid that's redundant that's impossible there is nobody who ever is successful in the world in any walk of life that did not go outside their comfort zone who did not strive more and to leave their area and push and show their expertise elsewhere so anybody saying that they want more and who's not doing more to get more than they're a damn liar. They're lying to themselves because they can't be lying to anybody who's listening. Honestly, Mickey, you're making me shoot more and more and more. As I'm not making you shoot. You're it's doing it on your own, grumpy pants, because you don't sleep. No, I'm saying this conversation that we're having, I agree and everything, but you're making me shoot because it brings more to what we're talking about. And me being a traveling, uh, before COVID, a traveling uh, podcaster, a uh, quote-unquote journalist, as some people call me, I have to travel in order to make connections and network. If I didn't travel, I would have never met you at uh, Russell Cade in North Carolina. Um, I, it, it's just that, you know, I used to be with a group of people that didn't really want to travel and I had to push them to travel because they wanted to be worldwide known. But most of the time they want to sit at home and podcast all the time, which is nothing wrong with that and reach out to people. But sometimes you know, when you reach out to people, there are always areas that people have never heard of you. Uncharted terrain. It's also a Lenny Kravitz song. Um, that you have to go out and introduce yourself to people, introduce yourself to promotions and say, hi, my name is such and such. I do this. And I was just coming out to enjoy your show and want to see whatever, whatever have you. 
And that's what I've been doing all along ever since I, before I even started my own podcast. I've been traveling, meeting people, making rapport with people, making networks, getting phone numbers, emails, uh, follows, likes, and, and that's it. You know, and you're right. I don't want to be a 40 miler. I want to be that person that you, that you, uh, see pop up. And that's why, um, and I'm not trying to name drop either that I have made friends with people like Ethan Page from the North, all ego, uh, Davey Boy Smith Jr., um, Brian Pillman Jr. And, and it goes on and on and on. So you have to put the work in. And I would tell anybody that. And, you know, not to go in on this a little bit, but for what I what I have done, I am blessed to still do what I can do because I have made relationships. Some have torn by the wayside, uh, but I still I still uh, persevere right now. We're living in covid. You know, it sucks because I can't travel or I can travel to certain states, but I'm running. I'm running a risk at certain points. And. But again, it's just the the uh, the stories that I can tell if I ever stop, if I ever stop podcasting, if I say, Mika, I'm not doing this anymore. It's time for me to go. I have stories to tell. Mika tells me stories about her experiences and how amazing they were. We trade stories on the road. And, you know, um, Again, and people come back to me and say, Shimbla, you think you all that because you know such, such, such. I was like, do you even know what kind of how I had to get to that point to know somebody? Get the follows, hang out with them and and, um, you know, for them to know who I am. You know how hard that takes? I know you I know, you know, already know that. But a lot of people don't. And again, for those who don't understand it, who don't have the same desire and drive again, it's all about desire and drive to be better. And that's the the bottom line of it all. For those who don't have it, they don't have it. There's nothing that anybody can do to push it on them. There's nothing that you can do. You can try to encourage, but you, gosh, I'm full of these sayings. You can't lead a horse to water and make it drink. More like jackasses. Moving on. But I'm to shoot even more, I was about to even quit be, before I even started. You know, I left the show because nobody wanted to travel anywhere. Nobody had no money. Nobody uh, was even worth a damn. I had to deal with a cunt that was 40-something years old that uh, that thought she was all that. And she had a mustache just like Martin Payne's did mother. you just use the C-word? Unfortunately, Hold I on. did. time out. That is too much. It's too much and it's, it's terrible. too much. But if you ever known her. Nope, nope, it, nope. It's too much. It, it I, I know a that. lot of bad people women and men the c word is especially reserved for nobody okay well if i i still have her number though um but anyway i wanted to go out and then after i left i was like i'm done i'm not doing this anymore you know you're way off topic right yes i am okay I just want to I'm, sure. I'm shooting <laughs> I, you, um, you do you need a cookie no i don't need a cookie jesus a nap? No, I'm good. I took one. I don't know. So, anyway, you're, you're making me you're making me break a little bit. Good. So, so, so I almost I almost quit before I even started. Then a couple of people said, "No, you should go on. You have, you know, uh, a personality. You have a character, such and such, such." And I said, "You know what? I'll do it." But after a year, if it doesn't go positive or whatever, 
I, I'll just go. And next you know, years later, I'm still here. There you go. So perseverance. Yeah, that's what it takes. Perseverance. Sometimes you get uh, no. You know, you gotta learn how to take no as a, as far as no is concerned, and not take it as uh, the end of the world. But moving on, more indie, uh, more indie news to press on. Um, over the weekend was uh, the collective that was supposed to be in Tampa. Uh, Thanks to COVID, things changed. And honestly, they could have still ran it in Florida thanks to the great Ron DeSantis. Yeah, but again, the, that's securing the correct space and what have you. It just, you know. And getting more people to roam them. Because um, Florida's crazy. They, I think Florida's opened up completely. Almost um, like they didn't stop. I'm not, I'm not sure. But they, held, but they held it in Indiana. A lot of shows uh, under GCW, The Collective, uh, Effie's Big Gay. Brunch. Uh, brunch. Uh, Joy Janela Spring Break 3, I think, or 4. Uh, so the cars were augmented. People came out, had a fun time uh, on Fight TV. Cost $100 for the whole weekend. And apparently uh, there was an outbreak at that event or, or that collective of events. And um, I think AC Matt was one of them. There are people who have tested positive for the coronavirus um, after attending the collective. Um, so whether they had it, got it there, I know they, some people did, if not all, I'm pretty sure tested beforehand um, and, you know, tested after. So with the coronavirus, of course it is, you know, I don't want to say hard to pinpoint when you or where you could have gotten it from. They could have gotten it from the collective. They could have got it on a road back home from after collective. There's just, yeah. you know, the, the fact of the matter is that they were also at the collective and they now are positive for the coronavirus. So, um, and a lot of people who were there as far as performers go are taking necessary precautions um, a lot of people are going into the quarantine just to be on the safe side um, they've canceled bookings um, because again nobody wants to be responsible for you know spreading this especially in the wrestling community because wrestling is so uh, it's so touchy right now anyway literally and figuratively yeah but there's not a lot of shows running everybody who's a wrestler there are a lot of people who are still not taking bookings who, if they are taking bookings, they're asking promotions and promoters, how are you testing for, uh, you know, the coronavirus? What precautions do you have? Um, what is the social distancing like? Are masks required at your shows? People are taking this serious. So, again, with um, top stars like AC Mack, Cabana Man Dan. Um, it's so hard to say sometimes. Yeah, and I say it so fast. It's like Dan the Dad or something that and, people, and, people Yeah, say. Dan the Dad. Um, so many of these guys, they they travel all over. Um, AC Mack is a champion in, in several promotions. So they're taking this serious and people um, are also, you know, they're, they're people who are at the collective are taking it serious as well to just be ensured that um, nobody is becoming a super spreader. Nobody's going around with this virus and going, hey, you know, I got it and I don't give a damn. We still going to wrestle. Thankfully, again, there are people who are being smart, 
and socially responsible because that is what it's all about. It's not just about taking care of yourself. It's about taking care of others. And that's kind of what wrestlers do in the ring, you know. They take care of each other in the ring, so they're taking each other care of each other outside the ring too, and that's very, very important. Yeah, and um, also I find it hilarious that the collective, I think that was one of Joey Ryan's, uh, Joey Ryan's uh, supposed to be shows before he got canceled over the summer that he was throwing. Well, he, again, with GCW being one of the um, driving factors in the collective, that promotion, a lot of of your big stars, like your Effie, like your Joey Janela, um, there's sub-events with them as the headline act because, again, these are names that draw... These are names that draw. Okay. And so, you know, if I had a name that draw, um, um, then they would, you know, use my name at the forefront to, you know, make a, a show, a quote-unquote show. Not necessarily that person's show, but I know that the powers that be at GCW were very side-by-side uh, -side with those stars to kind of craft an event that would be suitable. Like, Effie wouldn't have, like, Effie's, you know, beer bash brawl. Like, that's not his deal. Effie's big gay brunch. Because of Effie. Screams, this is Effie. You know? If, if you know nothing else, this is Effie. And Literally and figuratively. That's how he likes to be announced. Mm. This is Effie. There's no, you know, just ladies and gentlemen, this is Effie. That's how he gets announced to the ring. So that way... You make your own conclusions. This is just going around that. Effie's gay, Big Gay Brunch has nothing but... Big Gay Brunch. Big Gay Brunch. Uh, you say gay, you kind of slurry and say Gary. It's the... It's the pumpkin spice. Thanks, Starbucks. Um, Let me get a sip. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's October. Um, basic as hell. But, again, these, these shows, you got... Uh, I can say basic, but I can't say the other word. Basic is basic. Well, you know, yes. they say pumpkin spice, basic B, you know. Basic B, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Which okay. is perfect. Yeah, right. The other one's off limits. Okay. Um, but again, the the collective and these shows and these headliners, so to speak. So the other one who, he who should not be named by his penis, you know, was a headliner at one point And now, of course, no longer with us. <laughs> the the, 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 the uh, leader of cancel culture canceled himself. Uh, Joe, uh, Joey P. Ryan of Impact Wrestling. You're not supposed to say his name. He's like Voldemort now. I don't know who that is. Is that is that Harry Potter? Yes. Okay. Um, I, I only watched the first movie and that was it. You know. But also speaking We're of in pop culture. Speaking of Voldemort, he's also suing Impact Wrestling for ten million dollars. Uh, you know, wrongful termination, and he's going after his accusers also. And he turned to Christ. As if this stuff could not write itself into <laughs> some Shakespearean-type drama. The hits just keep on coming, folks. Okay. About that 2020. Uh, 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 I mean, about that 2020. It is the year that never ends. Mm -hmm. And more and more absurd things keep happening. Now, let's play a little game of pretend. Let's pretend that he who should not be named is perhaps, maybe by some shred of the imagination, innocent in these accusations. 
instead of him going to the court of law and letting that happen, you know, nope, I'm going to go ahead and sue everybody for insane amounts of money because... Wait, 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 before you go there, not only he's going with that one, I think a couple months, maybe a month or two ago, he made a video that was an hour long and, and I, did, I only watched like five minutes of it that was close enough to the Kevin Spacey video where he, you know, grabbed a boy 30 years ago and he got canceled. But Kevin Spacey was in character from the House of Cards saying that if he did it. So those were like running parallel, but I don't want to sh jump on your story. Yeah, well, he who shall not be named is going after impact for, you know, in, in wrong termination. Well, let's be honest. Okay, you got fired. I'm pretty sure that Impact's contracts sort of kind of mirror in some way, shape, or form the WWE's and the fact that there is a something called a morality, excuse me, a morality clause okay. that you must be a person of good social standings in order to have continued employment in the company. And if at any time your social standings or any actions of you that you take outside of work that is in violation of decency and moral standards set by the public or whatever the word is that they use, then you could be and should be terminated. Loose, really weird language or whatever. You're fired. But basically, if you act a damn fool out in public, we're going to drop you like a hot rock. That's what happened. So sorry. Again, playing pretend that you're innocent. Guess what? There's this dude called Enzo Amore. Now, I know it's like a bad word. It's like saying poop in public, in church, in the middle of communion when everybody's quiet. It's just some things you don't do. But as I say that name... He got accused of some stuff, and he was found innocent. He was found innocent. Wait, wait, wait. Nope. Just that's all we need. Okay. He was found innocent, okay. but he was still Guilty. fired from yeah. the WWE. They still dropped him like a hot rock. The moral of the story is: if you are going to be in the public eye, and wrestling is very public, especially when you sign a contract with a major corporation. Now. Make the joke that Impact is not a major corporation all you want. And sports. They have television. They have a national distribution deal. They have the Access ability TV. to be a worldwide entity based on their app and what have you. So again, make the jokes you want, but it is a company, national, a big, huge corporation that, you know, has rules and regulations for all their performers. You violated their policy. Finding Jesus... Finding Christ, finding Mary or Nemo, whatever, oh, wow. whatever you found, I'm pretty sure in the Bible, in the uh, movie, in the Disney adaptation, everything is about forgiveness and turning the other cheek. Wow. Suing. You're saying the, cheek when we're talking. I said cheek. Okay. Not the other peanut. Um, <laughs> turning testicles. Yeah, don't turn the testicles. That's what got you into this trouble in the first place. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, if you have found religion, it is all about being forgiven for your sins, your trespasses, and forgiving those who may have trespassed and wronged you as well. 
I can pretty much, you know, I could pull Bible verses, but I'm finding it difficult to get one that says, sue everybody. I'm, I'm almost positive, like 99.9999% no, no, no. positive. That is not in the Bible. That's not in the Bible. That's just common wrong Christian practices. No, no, no. It's not a Christian practice because if you are a true Christian... And I put quotations on Mark. You, if you are a true Christian, you are going to forgive. That is it. Jesus forgave everybody and died for our sins. Guess what? Mr. Ye should not be named. You got crucified. Listen. Go away. Forgive those who trespassed against you if they indeed did trespass. Or beg forgiveness for your trespasses. Repent. Be wrong. And again... Go away, stay away. But you ain't got no money. I mean, go be a monk someplace in the hills and, you know, give up everything that you still own and show that you are indeed feeling remorse for your actions. I'm not saying that the rest of the world will forgive, but what I'm saying is perhaps you won't go to hell in a fiery red dress because they're going to put you in a dress in hell because you's a bitch. I mean... You know, sorry. Shooting. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> wow, that was a pop. We're just shooting tonight. We not shooting. That's you. Well, you just shot one. I didn't shoot anything. I just... Red dress because you a bitch. I, I'm just... Listen, I read what's going to happen at the end of that story. I mean, I'm sorry. I That's called foreshadowing. I just spoiled the ending for some of y'all out there. My bad. Okay, so... Again, the suing part is because of lost monetary wages. We all know that. You would not make $10 million with that company, that's damn sure. No, no. It would be a settlement of a couple thousand. That'd be it and shove you out the door. And it is, uh, I doubt if they even settle. So, so um, anyway, going going through that, I thought it was just hilarious. And, and Joey Ryan was nice to me when Stop we met. Stop saying his name! <laughs> okay, but... He, he was nice to me when I met him, but, you know, it's just the, back, the behind-the-scenes actions of what happened. And going on your point about Enzo Amore, Enzo put it on himself to get fired more than his own Guess case. Guess what? This one did the same thing. He didn't report it. He didn't talk to people about it. He didn't let anybody know about it. That hour-long diatribe that Mr. Whoever He Is did did not help his case. He did the You watched Amore. the whole thing? I did not watch I think I turned it on for maybe five minutes too, and I went, "Oh, this is a train wreck more than any train wreck I've ever seen. I've seen an actual live train wreck. Ridiculous!" So first, I turned it off. First of all, it don't take an hour to explain your actions or even ask for forgiveness. And getting out of wrestling for one second, same thing I say for Tory Lanez, shooting a woman in the foot. Who? Tory Lanez made the stallion. Uh, is kind of like oh, a pop, Lord, never mind. pop hip hop type thing. You, you lost me there. Okay, well, shooting a woman in the foot while you drunk in July after a, like some bad, a, like, a gener- bad exploitation movie. No, no, no. Well, actually, you're thinking about Harlem Nights. There we go. 1990. Uh, not black exploitation, just a directed Eddie Murphy movie about the Renaissance era and a fictional uh, heist. Okay. Um, very funny movie, though. But shooting a woman in the foot while you drunk and still thinking that she's your best friend when you haven't said anything in three months. Then putting out an album, uh, and I get the day why he put it out because of his mother's death, on the same day, coincidentally, with the Breonna Taylor verdict that didn't go through. So a, a verdict that didn't go through that pissed a lot of black women off 
and a guy who shot a woman in the feet putting out an album dedicated to his mother made it worse who didn't say anything and everybody's on make the stallion side but anyway as far as the guy who's uh not supposed to be mentioned uh as in one historic wrestling historian good fucking luck Whoa. getting the t- 10 million dollars might as well play the lottery even the lottery is not going to play with him just saying. Wow, I just took that in the figure form too. Um, so so anyway, uh, GCW collected a couple cases of coronavirus, COVID nineteen. I need to stop saying coronavirus. Um, has spread. Uh, uh, incident with Marco Stunt uh, in a dildo, which I do not know anything about. I heard it from a guy that people don't want to hear his name. Um. And then there was an incident with his brother who grabbed a uh, wardrobe specialist, uh, Logan Stunt. Yeah. Is he short like Marco? Yeah. I... God. Okay, so I'm not going to... I... I, I, uh, Why are people stupid? That's where I need to start this because... In 2020, in this speaking out like year, in this speaking out culture, in this wrestling culture, this is not the time to be a dumbass. But apparently, Logan Stunt has been dropped on his head too many times, or because he's so short, he's grown into the table and just kept hitting his head repeatedly on his own. I don't know what the actual damage is, but Logan Stunt at the um, collective was outside with a person who is a gear maker um, and she thought that they were you know that they were cool they'd had conversations before they knew each other but Logan made um, inappropriate advances advances towards her made her feel uncomfortable she told him and he still persisted thankfully nothing further happened but again this young lady felt uncomfortable to the point where she you know she was there at the collective to do certain things she could not of wardrobe nature she could not feel comfortable enough to do these things that she she literally poor thing had a nervous breakdown you know and nobody should be made to feel uncomfortable nobody should do such stupid ass things where you know he apologized but again where is your brain? Why, in your mind, did you think that it was okay in general to do such things? Um, Marco is a different person from his brother. And I know that he and the Stump family are taking a lot of flack for this situation. Um, but Logan being a creep is Logan being a creep all on his own. Um, and it's very, very sad because, again... Um, I know I've met the parents. They're, you know, they're good people. They're decent people. Are they short too? They're regular sized. Uh, the damn. mom's short. Um, okay. But they, you know, they're good people. And Logan is an adult, even though he might be child sized, but he's an adult. He's just fun sized. No, Marco's fun sized. Oh, oh, Logan. You said Logan. Logan. Okay. Right. Um, and it's just, just ridiculous. It's ridiculous that we have to even talk about something like this because no matter who you are in outside of wrestling just be a decent human being 
don't be a creep, whether you be male or female, because girls could, you know, girls could be creepy too. But you know, mm, yeah. we, we live in a male-dominated society enough where uh, a lot of women are extremely fearful and nervous. Um, especially, it's weird in wrestling because there's tons of guys around, and there's just you know locker rooms and, and some potentially uncomfortable situations where if you are going to be a jerk and be creepy, it makes it even worse. And it should not be as such. So please, if you if you hear me, if you can do anything in the world, just don't be a dumbass. That's all. No means no, people. And I'm I'm with the old wrestlers of the past, and you know the old man on the porch, get off my lawn, whatever you want to call it. And I, and I just say like I agree with the old wrestlers in the past. You know when it came to having uh, quote unquote groupies and ring rats, where if they are willing to, then you know, you're willing to. I mean, nowadays, uh, guys are just like, I'm going to get it, no matter if she says no. And that's just wrong, period. So, um, and, and plus, it's just a lot of things out there. I mean, back then, you know, it was not a lot of uh, tools, per se, to get through the night. Now we all have uh, devices, and you can look up, uh, what, Pornhub or something back in your hotel room and just... And I'm just shooting. Uh, ring one off and just move on. Well, wash your hands and then move on with the night. You say, baby, uh, you know, I want to go out to eat, but uh, let me go shower first before I go out and do that. Um, so anyway, uh, I did want to put this note out here because uh, we are talking about COVID, most of all uh, GCW. But there was a former wrestler that just passed away from... Uh, COVID-19. His name was uh, Johnny Meadows. I don't know if you ever heard of him. I have not. Uh, old school wrestler. Used to work for WCW and uh, Georgia Championship Wrestling. Smoky Mountain. So he was basically a journeyman. And he just passed away at 59 from uh, COVID-19. And I just want people to uh, hear that because I didn't hear that a lot. I heard it on one YouTube show and I thought it was great to hear because um it's not great to hear, but it's just good to hear that, you know, COVID does affect wrestling as well. Um, not just that you get it and it passed through you and you go back to wrestling. It's just the fact that some people, immune systems aren't up to par. Um, speaking of dumbasses, uh, a WWE guy made a return the past couple weeks. I'm... And I referenced him like a show or two ago, an episode or two ago. And that was Lars Sullivan. Oh, you talked him back up. You're responsible for this. Yeah, I'll eat crow for that one. You know, he was gone for about a year, had some injuries and uh, mental breakdown. And he came back and uh, tore through the roster. Amid having uh, homophobic uh, postings, but he was in a same-sex pornographic film. Now, he got caught in the DMs. He wasn't calling DMs. He was harassing. Well, she posted it, so I said caught. Got caught in the DMs, and the woman, you know, she said, just like, uh, what's her name uh, with Logan uh, Stunt? She said, no, no, and I'm going to have to block you because I told you I'm a happily married woman. And uh, not dissing her, but blah, 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 blah. And she did and posted it and sent it out to uh, media sources. And like WWE said, we're going to look into it and blah, 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 and whatever happens. 
So what meanwhile is going to happen is that Lars Sullivan is going to do what he does and WWE is going to do what they do as long as he keeps working and creating impact on the shows. So again, a discipline that you don't, dumbass. again, a discipline that you won't ever hear of. Just like people want Velveteen Dream to be gone from uh, NXT. They want Matt Riddle to be gone. He's going through a lawsuit from uh, Candy Cartwright. Yep. Uh, which either it will or it will not hold up. But WWE is going to go forward with Matt Riddle also, as you see on him on TV now. Um, if the if the evidence holds up and if the court hold, cases hold up. Uh and more, um, I wouldn't say more dumbassery, but you know, WWE, like, I think all three of their venues are super spreaders. Hmm. Why do you say that? Well, because WWE is not really practicing. What do you mean, not practicing? Well, you didn't see Retribution for two weeks on uh, Raw because they weren't, I think they're SmackDown too. I'm, I don't care. Uh, because. They went to a party with somebody who spread the virus or could Reportedly, potentially... allegedly. Allegedly. A for allegedly, people. Uh, you made me lose my point here. You said they went to a party with somebody... No, no, no. Uh, and also, Raw Underground has been scrapped for a while or at least done, as they say, allegedly, because there were no social distancing during Raw Underground. It's a big hot sweaty men's underground men and women's underground fighting organization with a big sweaty shaman man and big sweaty dabakato so you're saying dabakato spread covid is that what you're saying no i didn't say that don't try to get me killed by dabakato just i'm just trying to make sure that we're clear here that's a big dude so now it's been said that, you know, there are several people within the WWE organization who have contracted COVID-19. Um, there's some backstage folks, some... Um, Coaches, NXT, uh, uh, personnel at the Performance Center, somebody. Um, but has it come straight out and said that this on-camera personality has had COVID-19? No. No. They had never said it. But, he, but the potential people who were at said party or gathering stepped up and told people I was there. So you have to sit down for two weeks and uh, but again, let it pass through or whatever. Much like people don't die at Disney until it is said that this on-air personality contracted the virus XYZ. Everything else is hearsay and malarkey. That's probably what Vince is saying. Hearsay and malarkey, hey, I tell you. Um... The WWE is its own little bubble, meaning that even though they don't have them sequestered away, um, trying to keep them safe so they can continue to perform because, you know, independent contractors can't really do that because they're not under a contract. But more on that later. But, you know, this is what they're doing right now. Um, They're not ignoring it, but they're not acknowledging it. They are doing their own thing. So while Raw Underground is seemingly on the shelf for now, guarantee you'll see it later sometime on the network. As we've had the draft happen, as they revamp the shows and move different parts and pieces into place as they go forward with this quote-unquote new season, because we've had season premieres now <laughs> of SmackDown and Raw in general. When have we had off-season? Uh, I don't know. Uh, thankfully, I don't take bumps enough to go... 
damn, I had a break from this because I know visually I haven't had a break from it unless I turn the TV off. So pretty much. Anyway, um, as they continue to go forward, as they move things around, new theme songs, what have you, you can't call them super spreader because they have not acknowledged that somebody on camera has been around spreading this because they won't because it'll hit their stock prices hard and fast and it will not be pretty. Anything that's going to affect the bottom line monetary, they're not going to come straight up and tell you. And anything that you say on Twitter, why do you think you don't have your Twitch channel? Because we want to control everything without giving you a damn thing. You are you are Segway. basically segue into another subject. I wanted to get on something else, but you just forced me to segue to, to this subject. I did not force you. You you per, basically put per, the per, permission. You put it out there. You you can decline this offer, sir. No, I I'm cannot. I'm not forcing anything. No, that's, I cannot. That's how people get in trouble. Okay, not that kind of force. Hey, but just being clear here. We're talking podcasting here, but going on to a now subject which I find very 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 asinine. I said it last episode how WWE and I said it in entertaining form. WWE is is pimping their wrestlers. They're, they're, they're being they're being pimps of their wrestlers, of their independent contractors per se. And the funny thing about it is that now it's COVID. People are sitting at home. They're not traveling. A uh, uh, number of wrestlers have Twitch streams. People want to tune in to Twitch and watch them play video games and have their little um, uh, uh, confessional booth type time like Jericho does on Saturday nights on YouTube. Um, now WWE wants to do more with said pimping. <laughs> They're gonna continue to call it pimping, huh? Yes, I will call it pimping. You ever seen it you ever know what a pimp does? I do, but explain for anybody who may not understand what a pimp is. I don't think I have to explain it because a lot Go of people didn't know explain. it. But a pimp this Boy, turn, do I need you to explain this hold podcast on. turned from shy lounge to pimps up hose no, down. No, stop. Hold on. Let me, <laughs> let, me, let me clean this up because apparently you're really about to go there. So basically, the talent is doing all of the work and getting paid for it with their individual Twitch streams and anything third party outside of WWE as far as any videoing and what have you goes. The WWE being a pimp in this scenario yep. would take that money from the talent, whatever they earn, and give them a portion of the money as almost an allowance type of deal, a, a penalance, <laughs> if you will. That, in essence, is um, you call it pimping, and WWE calls it, I don't know what they call it. Call it ganking, that's what they call it. I don't think that's the official whatever, term that they're calling yeah. it, but they're, they're calling it, um, they're doing it in the most... <clears throat> professional of the ways if that's what you want, if, if that's what you want to call it i mean again it's i'm laughing but it's not funny like for real it is it is the most gangster yes stuff that i've seen a business do it is literally like your boss telling you that okay yes we give you a paycheck, fine. And if you do any work on the side, we're going to take that money that you earn and we'll give you some of it um, for, you know, whatever, when we feel like it. That's the essence of it. And it's ridiculous. No other company in the world has the cojones. But the WWE has the man in charge with the biggest set of grapefruits who is doing what the hell he wants to do. Amazing. 
I, I honestly, <laughs> I kind of want to be Vince. I've never wanted to be a pimp before. <laughs> but if I could just take money from people like that and them have no choice but to give it to me, who? Why would I not want to be Vince? God dang it. Well, number one, you would be a madam instead of a pimp. Number two... I just said I want to be Vince. You can call no, me whatever you want to call me as long as the checks keep coming. Number number two, even though you don't have grapefruits, you do have a big pair of... Nobody's giving me their money. People start giving me their money. Well, Should I just like walk around and yell, you're fired if you don't give me your money? And will that like... Well, 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 at first, after the you know the first initial uh, report and going around saying you had to cancel your Twitch streams, your cameo streams, or whatever have you, or you're going to risk it being punishment... Uh, suspended or even terminated, which I was loving to see AJ people like AJ Styles and Adam Cole terminated if they don't delete their channels. Wish that wasn't going to happen. And then we don't know that we we on. assume that they would not. AJ have, Styles and Adam Cole, baby, they could have got punished. No, I'm talking about they get terminated. I doubt about termination, but punishment. Okay. Punishment could be some financial um, loophole that the WWE came up with. Okay, so. So, uh, really with the, really with this business, and also, let me put this out there real quick. There are uh, YouTube pages that these wrestlers have, and they, they go under their real names, which I am not a fan of, because even though, even though it's not kayfabe to be at your house, I still think the real names thing needs to be excluded. Say, this is, for example... I don't subscribe to it. I watch a couple of videos of Bianca Belair. And um, is she under her real name? I think her name is Blair. Or something. I'm just asking, yes or no? Is she under her real name? Yes. I, I think it is. Okay. Because uh, her husband is Montez Ford under his real name, Kenneth Crawford. And it was, and I saw the video of her s curling his hair. Well, that's cute. Yeah, it's nice. I'll show you afterwards. Um, but also. Uh, Billy Kay from the Iconics. Whoa, what was that accent? I like Billy Kay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, drugs are bad, I'm crying. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> she changed her uh, YouTube uh, channel name to her real name, Jessica McKay. And for some reason, with her accent, I'm just head over heels with her. And then her catchphrase, you got to be joking me. Are you joking me? I can't do it. That's no, all right. No, she's the one that can do it. Um, and also, uh, Liv Morgan, who her name is Italian, so I'm not going to try to butcher it. But she has a channel too. Dadio, Dadiaro, Dadiario. Don't, like don't that. kill us. That's fine. I ain't scared of no Liv. I met her down in New Orleans, and you know, not much though. But you know, she's all right. But I liked her resurgence in that Rusev wedding, even though I was train wreck. Um, so anyway, with the whole, uh, pimping, go back to pimping. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I just snorted. Okay. Back to pimping. That just. You snorted that, air, right? Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> this is where I'm done, y'all. Yeah. This, this okay. So anyway, back to the pimping business of WWE. Uh, whatever money they make from their cameo, their streams, is going to be part of that downside so WWE don't have to kick their downside into the downside that they're already getting. So it's not extra money that they're getting on the side. It's just to pad their downside to discount WWE's payouts. And, um... Pimp. 
move. It's a pimp, gangsterlicious move. And, you know, um, again, it's WWE. It's number one national company in the world. And when you're a wrestler or a diva or a female wrestler or a knockout or whatever have you. That a wrestler, is, period. Yes. That is the number one end-all, be-all goal that you want to be in. You want to headline. You want to be in WrestleMania in front of 80,000 people. When this comes back, 80,000 people, millions of people watching all over the world, you walk that ramp, you're in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, or you're in a world title match. It's just a dream for everybody, but that dream is being a little bit deferred. Okay. So. <laughs> it's deferred how? Because no, it's people deferred. still want this dream, but the problem is, do you want the dream with the pimp? People, for they dream the dream, but nobody imagined the pimpery. Well, pimps up, hose down. They oh, still don't. God. They still want to. They they still want to, uh, per se, still live the dream of going out and and performing in front of. Excuse me, I got air in me. Uh, performing in front of the millions of people, whether they make a lot of money or a little money. But the thing that you have to understand is WWE is a brand, so. You can be in WWE, you can go to the Performance Center, you can be at NXT house shows, you can do jobs on NXT, uh, or you can be mid-card, or you can be top at NXT, go to the main roster. Nobody recognizes you on the main roster of, uh, of Raw and SmackDown or 205 Live. You can job, be mid-card, or you can be top tier, get frustrated with the company, I'm out. Uh, I'm not doing this anymore or I agreed to part ways because I didn't like the direction of where I was going and uh, and you can go back to independence and make more money so that's the big thing about WWE that everybody can grasp upon what I can't grasp upon is signing my life away to a company that everybody wants to go to and become uh, not to quote Dark Side of the um, Pink Floyd, another brick in the wall. I I, I can't do that um, because honestly, with me and um, honestly with me, I want to be my own person. I want to come in as Shinblade to WWE, uh, maybe interview people, maybe be a manager to people if I had the skills, and leave as Shinblade. I should never get to the point where. I'm going to WWE Eshin Blade. And then WWE has the rights to my real name. You you don't know how business works. You don't understand that. Vince is a genius. He's going to take your you name. You like that practice? Listen, the man is a billionaire. And if people Millionaire. Are going to be stocks. If people are going to give up their souls, their left nut and tit. And give him money, then you know, as a business person myself, that is something to emulate. Is it right? Is it wrong? It's just making that man an insane amount of money, and it's crazy. You have to have something extraordinary for him to give you your own name. It's your name, but he still own it. That's again. Some I got something weird extraordinary stuff. to give Vince McMahon if he ever wanted to own my hey, real name. Hey, let's not. It's called a contract. It's called a counter contract or something. Okay, let's make that all clean. Thank you. But but like I said, you know they want they want to own they like Mika said they want to own your nuts or your or your ovaries 
if you let them. But again, I get it as far as like you want your face out there. You want to be on the uh, the WWE trucks when they tour in towns again. Uh, you want to be on the local uh, news of the town that you're visiting. You want to be on uh, even hot ones on on YouTube or anybody else show cross branding. Just like just like Cody Rhodes did some kind of talent show uh, while he was quote unquote away from AEW. It, you know, cross branding it. it it's nothing wrong with cross-branding as long as you do it right. It's nothing wrong with cross-branding as long as you do it right and it brings the proper attention to your business. And I think, you know, jokes aside, this is this is wrong as far as a uh, um, the talent goes. But I could, in a way, understand the company wanting to make sure that their brand is protected. Your, your brand is your identity. It is who you are. Now, let's say that one of these, uh, these talented people are on these Twitch streams, these cameos, these Vimos, and they start for X amount of dollars, somebody pays them and they say, okay, this your brand, this the WWE. Then you know, okay, it is WWE's quote unquote right to try to protect their brand. How would they have a person who is part of their brand disparage their brand? It, it makes business sense if they were employees you would be able to discipline them appropriately because they're not really employees but they do have this weird contract where there is this morality clause and xyz so again they're they're two sides of this coin it's the wrong coin don't get me wrong i'm not oh, saying yes, i'm not saying take money from these these guys and girls and you know like hey, the hey, end of the coin, that's what it is but uh <laughs> you've got to as a business protector brand just like if as an individual who you bring to the table is your brand as well you have to protect your brand the individuals have not protected their brand i think and that's sad because they're in these negotiations or in these loose based weird outside independent contractor contracts with the wwe and they have no control and they did not bring to the table a, a nice lawyer to go, nope, this person can do this because this is their brand. This is who they are. It's weird. It's sad. It's bad. And I think as we get into this more, perhaps somebody is going to fight this pimpery. And that'll be, it'll be something else we can all talk about. Well, apparently there have been uh, little floaties around the, uh, around the pool, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> floaties? Yeah, I said floaties around around the pool. Oh, God. About uh, forming a union. You know, uh, Paige has been going around thinking about it, at least on social media, putting it out there like she's thinking about it. Social media is a powerful weapon. I, I was going to say it a really tool, is. but it's a powerful weapon. You can scare the biggest of companies with that U word. Wrestling has no discernible union. Um, but it's not the only corporation. She's just even sure about that. Uh, but there's, it's not the only corporation in the world that does not have that. There are other um, walks of life that don't have unions, or their unions and other, they don't have unions, and unions are dying to get in on some of this action. So by even tweeting that, Paige maybe did not started a revolution, but I'm pretty sure. She's fired up enough people, whether it be fans or fellow performers enough, where, again, they can band together 
like a union and all collectively say we will not stand for this they don't necessarily have to unionize they just have to unite their voices and say we will not accept these terms and conditions that you're trying to impose upon us if you persist we will insist that you don't and we will not work we will strike ourselves from your show imagine a strike in wrestling on wwe especially with top tier talent that and that would be very very effective if it goes with top tier talent as well if it's just like lowly talent that you see on main event superstars it's not going to end Does well. those shows still come on yeah on the network i don't watch them I mean, not the crap on them. Like, I've been missing Ricochet and Cedric Alexander for months now. So I have to go back and do that. But, yeah, it would be very interesting. I don't think that you would get to that point. I think that the WWE would concede. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I think they would. You know, it reminds me of uh, Simpsons with Mr. Burns pull out the lawyers from outside. <coughs> out back, out back. Go choke now. The outback, the uh, the the uh, bookcase, like a whole slew of blue-haired lawyers. That's what I think of Vince McMahon. I think Vince McMahon as much as Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Excellent. Only that Mr. Uh, Vince McMahon is more able-bodied. Um, <coughs> I see Vince McMahon just like I see the current quote-unquote president of the United States. Oh God. I think they're uh, personally. I think they're cut from the same cloth in different ways. I'm sure that he would take that as a compliment, both of them. Yeah, I mean, come on, WrestleMania 23, the hair versus hair match. I always said that the wrong guy got his head shaved. I'm just saying that the wrong person is in the White House. But the, we digress. We got we got weeks. We got weeks, people. I'm not one to be on the platform to tell you to vote, but I am vote. Vote, 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 vote. If you're if you're in that state, if you're in that state where you, where the population can turn to numbers, then do it. Maryland's not no, one of you. Them. Don't even have to be in that state. Be anywhere that you are an American. <laughs> vote. Well, your local people, yeah. Your yeah, local in your state. I'm from Chicago. I'm voting twice. <laughs> Speaking of Chicago, how's uh, Mr. Uh, West is doing running for president? We. He got a little uh, positive numbers in Tennessee, Kentucky. I thought he stopped. No, he's still doing it. I mean, in fact, he played himself because he had 20% in Kentucky, and they found out it was an error. I think he played himself. Well, he did by anyway. Yeah, we don't talk about him. Let's keep moving. I'm a Kanye West fan from college dropout, and I got to say, please stick to music. The same thing people said about LeBron James, shut up and dribble, but LeBron's doing a whole lot more. And Kanye's trying to take down the industry. Just do that. You know what, you, you know what you're what you good at. Don't try to take this uh, election because it's between two old white men. Nobody else. And both of them got sketchy past. One of them is just more sketchy than the other. So, uh, anyway, I don't mean to get political on here. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm thinking about WWE. I think we just need a little upheaval, a, a bit of resistance in order to say, like, look, keep your keep your uh, Twitch, keep your streams, and keep your real name. There you go. Keep Be your stuff. Keep your identity. But um, that's all I got, man. I'm I'm just I'm just praying for that part because I I don't like seeing people get stripped of their individuality. Period. Mm. 
I don't care if I like you. I don't care if I hate you. If you have your individuality, I don't want to see it being stripped. It's the worst thing ever next to uh, having a ill mental health system. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, you know, Mika's here. She has the colored hair, whether it be red, pink, or blue. That's Mika. I don't want to... I don't want her to come around me as less of herself. Don't worry. I'll never go fully corporate, y'all. I'll always be wild and crazy. Actually, now I think about it, what would Mika Villas look like if she was in right to censor? Oh, it'd be wondrous. I can rock that white and black like nobody's business. Well, number one, you'd be bland as all hell because you have Not at all. It'd be me. Oh, no, no, no. You can't do that in right to censor. You know how right to censor were... They were looking like Geek Squad from, from Best Buy. Well, Stevie Richards pulled it off, though. Right. I read it, old, old, old White Sox. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but that's all I got with WWE. Uh, I know people come up here and say, Shinblade, why do you bash WWE so much? I'm like, I don't really. It's just the fact that I'm not blind to WWE. I mean, watching it as a kid, watching Randy Savage, watching Hogan, uh, Warrior, and Jake Roberts, and I was entrenched in all that. But when you get older and you find out a lot of things, especially now that we got, like, what, 20 wrestling shows on YouTube that tells you the inner workings of the business and what's going on, you start to... You, you start to uh, Go, come, go daft of it. Like, you just don't want to deal with it anymore. I don't like the fact that people put in spoilers saying that AJ Styles is going to have a bodyguard next week on Raw. And then he comes up with a bodyguard. Mm. I, I, I don't want to know. I like to be surprised. I like to be surprised. I like to be wrong when it comes to these spoilers and predictions. I want to see what pans out and what happens in the show. Same thing with Impact. When he said, these wrestlers from Connecticut are coming to our show. And it's like... All right, I know about that, but I and they teased Rusev which, or Miro, right? Which was great because he didn't go. But I just don't want to know. I, I don't. I want to have that shock and awe. I want somebody to uh, grab me the next day and say, "Oh man, did you see who came in last night?" No, I didn't see. You know, we live in a such a an age where that is not possible unless you're totally and completely social media deficient if you turn off and unplug that's the only way you're going to get something like that because you have too many people you have wrestling twitter you have wrestling facebook groups you have too much instantaneous information as far as wrestling goes you have people you know people in wrestling i know people in wrestling i've gotten reports from backstage. No, we don't like, brag about it, though. No. You know, this is what's happening now as I'm watching the show, you know? So, there, it's too instantaneous, and the only way you're going to not know is if you make yourself completely oblivious to everything else. And that's tough um, because we live in a digital age and we are digital people. And I, and I hate those reports where they say, like, um, I do like reports about morale, though. I, I don't like those reports where they're saying like, oh, such and such was backstage at this show. I'm like, that, they could be visiting. Uh, it's always I, interesting, you, though. You know, it is. Like, Steve Blackman was at a show. It was like, okay, all right, fine. We never heard of him in years. It's nice to see him. But... You you got that old man get off my porch mentality about everything. I think it's because you need a nap or a cookie. How so? Just, you're shaking your carrot. I hate this and I hate... 
It's like, okay. Yeah, I get it. Sometimes you want to be surprised and shocked, but we are way past that now. Like, you can't go back to the old days. Like... You could. You can't. Until the Armageddon, Armageddon, where all digital technology is gone and we're all, like, back here on cassette VHS techs, then we're screwed. We we can't go that far back. Um, unless, you know, you got a time machine or... Uh, DeLorean with an 88 point whatever mile per hour. That's the only way I see us going back. I love Back to the Future. You know, I um, screwed up the time, the the mileage or whatever, the MPHs, but yeah, you know what I meant. Well, not a lot of people know that either. Um, gigawatts. <laughs> gigawatts. <laughs> That's what I said. Gigawatts sound like Jigaboo almost. Oh, no. Um... But but anyway, that that's my mindset. People thinking like, oh, shim lay, get off my lawn, you know, party, whatever, <laughs> like that. No, I like wrestling on the whole. I like seeing the physicality. I like being amazed by certain things. But you know, when you are watching it uh, from the stands or from the box or whatever, you you want to see everything in face value. You don't want to see. Uh, you don't want to know everything like magic, like everything behind the curtain of how this happened or that happened. It, it, it creates the mystery and it gives the, the uh, ooh-la-la of, of everything being pulled off. Mm. And that's why um, that's why I enjoy Impact at times. That's why I enjoy AEW uh, when they do their thing. Um, NWA. I haven't heard of NWA in months and we got a new television champion uh, in the form... Yes. No, I'm I'm laughing because you said you haven't heard of it in months. Remember, we're coming this this COVID circle. Well, people yes, are coming yes. and promotions are coming back to life, so to speak. It's been a, a slight not a hibernation because everybody was looking to be safe. So the NWA has slowly come back, um and they they did a title change. I mean yeah. that was that was interesting because it's surprising to me. It was surprising for a lot of people because mm-hmm. you did not expect it. You expect the unexpected. Sorry about that tagline there. No, I, I, no, I love it. But, um, you know, you, you expect like, okay, cool. We got a, you know, a title match, blah, blah, blah. Be, oh, <laughs> title just changed hands. What the hell? NWA was already a, a breath of fresh air kind of breathing <laughs> into wrestling. Going backwards, like I said, you couldn't go back, but NWA was taking it back to the, the studio wrestling time. So here and they go. And for those who did who don't know, NWA Powers was like my favorite wrestling show of the whole week because it was a throwback. Um, it was a throwback, and also the commercials that they had, the, the little fake commercial they had, was actually funny. Uh, I, shout out to my man Tommy Thomas, who was in one of them, which was hilarious. Um, but like I said, you know, it, it was just a throwback to that. I met people who just didn't get NWA power. Then I found out what year they were born, and then I was like, okay, I get it now. Um, you know, uh, uh, also uh, condolences to Nick Aldis. Uh, his grandmother passed away. Mm. Yeah, to the uh, another sweet, sweet Charlotte gone. So condolences to him. Um, but again, with NWA Power, I loved it. I'm, I'm going to miss uh, Stu Bennett not being on commentary. Um, I don't know. You can always listen to him on NXT. Oh, I, look, I like Wade Barrett, and he's he's a great talker, and WWE crapped the bed with him. Mm. 
They kept doing so many things with him. He was the the bare knuckle brawler gimmick, which was one of my favorite. Then he was in League of Nations. Then he just went away because he should have. Because <laughs> they didn't do anything mm-hmm. with him. Well, bad news, Barrett. I'm sorry. I'm afraid I got some bad news. It, but he kept talking and he kept having the audience engaged. Same thing with Bray Wyatt. He kept coming back as so many entities of Bray Wyatt that the audience was so over and they're like, nah, you're just not doing it for us. Now you have this Mr. Rogers, Freddy Krueger guy and it's like, no, you're not doing it. We got to put Alexa Bliss with you, which I did like that one. And Alexa Bliss, I think she's a fan of horror movies too, so it worked. Alexa's a talented performer. In and out of the ring. She's talent. Go, you know, she she's worked with a lot of people and underrated in her performances. She's been the good little fairy. She's been the bad little fairy. She's now this little twisted, twisted bliss, which makes sense now. Because before it was just like, huh, no. But now it's like, oh, okay, this is it. This is the, the scary little demoness or whatever you want to make her. So kudos to Alexa for taking poop and making it into moon pies. Great. Um, you ever you ever look at her when she wrestles, like the, the facial expressions that she makes and, you know, her outfit? She does a lot. She does a whole lot. You know, I, I remember she had the outfit. She made tights out of uh, in uh, homage to Freddy Krueger. Mm, she did. Yeah, that was a while ago. And I'm not a fan of Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy Krueger scary to me. Um, but again, you know, with, uh, people saying like, you don't like it. I, I could tell you a lot of things that I like, um, AEW. I like the fact that AEW keeps their ears to the ground when it comes to public, um, knowledge and um, ag- acknowledging, uh, COVID-19 and, you know, Jim Ross and, uh, Tony Schiavone or Schiavone in the uh, commentary booth saying, you know, wear your mask and social distance. They have few people in the audience down in Florida. Um, people in the crowd, I'm going to miss Pineapple Pete. Um, I think somebody else left uh, AEW also. Uh, ben Carter, who a lot of people were talking about. I mean... He went to the shady pastures of WWE. You, but he did that for security, though. AEW and WWE while they're not in direct competition WWE is the place that a lot of these folks had their minds set on I'm not saying it's a bad place I'm not saying it's a good place I'm saying it is the place that their dreams and hopes were based on so kudos to them because again it gives you a platform if you are able to be put on television for a worldwide audience. Mm-hmm. At this point, a bigger audience than AEW. While AEW, AEW might offer a lot more of creativity um, and freedom to do outside ventures, the WWE gives you some more structure, some more... Um, I guess, discipline that a lot of these guys and girls don't have. And again, they dreamed about this. So they're going to walk their dreams until they no longer need or desire the structure or whatever they get out of the WWE. A lot of people get signed and you don't ever see them again. Well, I also said that earlier how um, 
how WWE, like, you know, is a brand. So even if you're the lowliest of the low or the highest of the high, once you get in that company and perform a couple times and you say, like, this is not for me. I don't like where my character is going. Or you're part of the uh, budget cuts that they do every year. You still have that WWE under your name. And you can go around and say, okay, this person getting WWE. They know something. They can do this. They can do that. And it just sticks with them. So that part I won't fault WWE for. Um, one thing I will discount is the fact of this fa this fake fan war, fake fan war of win fake fan Wednesday night wars that people keep pushing every week. Um, WWE and AEW are not in public competition with each other. They are in slight, they are in slight uh, subtle forms in competition with each other, and people can see that in ways that even babies can see it. Um, it's not the fact that WWE is trying to put on material so you can flip channels uh, like the Monday Night Wars, WCW, WWE. It's just the fact that WWE do certain things to try to piss AEW off. And AEW just do things to piss WWE off. Little small subtle things. And that's why I hated it. The uh, first thing in the morning you see Brian Alvarez on Twitter saying, NXT got this number. AEW got this number. I'm like, you like what you like. I've been, Mika, I've been saying this for about a year. Say so you like what you like, and you just go at it. Um, uh, what I was gonna say? Um, like now, like in a couple weeks, uh, NXT is having Halloween Havoc uh, with Shotzi Blackheart as it's a host. A host, yes. But Halloween Havoc was invented by Dusty Rhodes. His son Cody runs AEW. I, I would say Dustin too. That's just my personal perception. They had the Great American Bash in July. Guess who came up with the Great American Bash? Dusty Rhodes. Dream. The American New England, baby. So, um, it's just like, okay, Cody filed to have those trademarks to come over and say, that's my daddy's. They belong to him and I'm his son. They belong to me as of right now. But that's not how business works. Uh, WWE has taken WCW and NWA, absolved them, and it's their material. I don't like it, but it's legal. They have it. They have the libraries. All the great American bashes from NWA, from WCW, Halloween Havoc, all up into whenever they're going to stop doing it. That, that, that's that business I talked about earlier where you may not make a popular decision, but you make a business decision and you could make money off of somebody else's creative license and own it. Think of it like this. Let me put it in, in musical terms. <laughs> Some old school musical terms, so stick with me. The Beatles. Everybody's heard of the Beatles, Too right? Old. Well, the Beatles, I mean... They're old, but it's an iconic type of thing where you've yep. heard a Beatles song, even if you aren't like, oh my God, I'm not a Beatles fan, but you've heard a Beatles song, whether it be in a commercial or a movie or something. Michael Jackson owned the rights to the Beatles musical catalog, meaning every time somebody requested a Beatles song to be in a commercial, in a movie, to be used in some commercial broadcast, Michael Jackson got paid for it. Paul McCarthy was still very much alive. He was um, pissed. Ringo Starr, very much alive. They were pissed. Um, George Harrison, very much alive. Then. Then. 
they made no money off of their music. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson made money off of their music. In a way, Vince is, or the WWE, same category. Where you had Dusty who created this this musical hit, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And now he, his kin, his folks, his relatives, his fruit of his loins don't get paid for any of that somebody else does that's that's the business of a business and it may not be again it may not be the best thing as far as a moral standpoint goes but from a a financial standpoint if you don't protect your brand nobody else is going to do it that's a hard lesson to learn, but I guarantee you that if Cody and Dustin have not learned that lesson, if anybody who has to watch is their legacy <clears throat> gets eaten alive or profited upon by a huge entity like the WWE and they didn't protect their brand, then, you know, of course, shame on you. Yeah, and... Um... Cody barely got the Rose name back on him. So, <laughs> so like, I, I mean, again, we can be with Cody saying we, we Brandy sympathize. Brandy and Cody Rose. Yeah. Because um, we're calling Brandy the Rose. Well, Cody and Brandy Rose. Right. Again, it was the Brandy was the Rose, not Cody. Oh, you, Cody. Said the other, you said the other way around. Well, you know, I want to mention. Okay. So, so again, um, I sympathize with Cody. You know, you want to take everything Dad put put out there. Um, it's not like nepotism. It's just hard work that Dusty Rose put in and being a legend like that. So, um, again, Halloween Havoc is next week, so that's a move to piss AEW off. I don't off. know if it's a move to piss them off. Well, just to have it. It's Halloween. What wrestling show doesn't do a wrestling or Halloween-based something or other? No, no, I'm saying it's just a name, period. I mean, right. XC can still go with Halloween. Or it could be like Halloween with Shotzi Blackheart or something and call it a show but, like but that. But we've got Halloween Havoc in our library on our network. Our? It's, as the WWE is speaking, I'm speaking as okay. them. Okay. We have it in our, our library, in our network. Why would we not use the name? Because, again, they're not caring about pissing off anybody. They're yeah. going to do what they want to do. I can tell you one thing. The names of uh, these old WCW, NWA shows are a lot better than WWE, what they're putting out now, like Battleground and things of that nature. But anyway, um, so again, for those who are new to listening to Shy Lounge, my passion is uh, originality, organic, brand, and I forgot. Also, with talent in WWE, WWE, soon as they, as soon as they even garner a hint of following from fans of certain talent, they file trademarks for it. Look at FTR. Can't mm-hmm. use the revival. Uh, I think they filed a trademark for say, yeah, they can't use that. They're finishing maneuver, shatter machine. I'm not sure about that one either. But they get everything that is stamped upon it. Now these wrestlers are running themselves to the trademark and patent office and say, look, my name was my name in the Indies. I want to file this. And again, what Mika was saying, in this part of business, branding is mo- branding and trademark is most important. It gets you money from day one 
to way after the day that you pass away to your estate. Michael Jackson's estate is still making money off the Beatles. Michael Jackson could be as bad as R. Kelly, but those Beatles songs, he still get money off of them. I, I got, got, got a call a spade a spade. Well, he almost got killed like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, hanging there, but um, that's basically it. What I got, though. I mean, there was a couple of notes that I had. Uh, there was a couple of things I wanted to talk about, but you know, we've been over it. Um, you joining me with this podcast, we could just take subjects and we could just fly with it. Um, one little small note that I wanted to say from last time. You, you we were talking about the Travis Scott combo meal at McDonald's <laughs> and you said Cactus Jack did we get sued? no okay that was it's not it's not from Cactus Jack McFoley Cactus Jack is his record label that he made up um I I did text you the end of the week and say you gotta watch this documentary on Netflix I refused why did you refuse? what was it about? it was about that no, no, it's just about, you know, the, the rise of Travis Scott. And, yeah, I didn't want to watch anything about Travis Scott. I didn't care enough to waste my time. It, well, it wasn't that, like... He's a hip-hop artist. I'm not into new school hip-hop. I'm not art, either. And I just... I think There I, are I, certain I, hours in a day that I don't get back, and I didn't want to waste it. I personally say that if you watch the trailer, it would spark a small bit of interest because with that guy himself... He, Kardashian or not, he has garnered a lot of attention because of his music. People coming out saying, he saved me. So, so, so. He was speaking to me. So, so. And it was just like, really? That guy? And I saw it. Skepticism. No, no, no. I, I, sometimes it's artists and people that you never hear of. And then you're just like, how did they get famous? And then you look at their their rise and you're just like okay that's why just like with uh what's her name and uh the transgender in new zealand candy lee candy lee i don't know candy lee but i want to know how did she get to this point and watch matches and everything so it brings on to that i get it i get it but i'm not i'm I'm not eating at mcdonald's though yeah i'm just i i don't know i'm you, I'm, I'm gonna throw my get off my porch, you, you darn kids with your tomfoolery or whatever. I am not a fan. Like you bring up, you brought up what's his name, Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez. Tory Lane, whatever. And well, nobody's a fan now. The fact that he shot a woman <laughs> didn't care before, won't care after. Don't care about her. Don't care about him. Don't care about uh, whoever else. The Meg, the Cardi, the this, that. That's not my forte. Like I am semi aware, but I don't care enough to spend and waste my time because that's not my genre that's not my thing um the same thing with you know him congratulations to him because he got a mcdonald's burger named him that's not typical so whatever he's doing or done mcdonald's it's one of the first mcdonald's is bought in enough that as a corporation because it's not like a local mcdonald's doing this like you no. know just the one as a corporation they had to come to an agreement and say, okay, this is what we're going to do, and we're going to try this, and blah, 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 blah. So, clearly, he's not, you know, I'm not saying he's evil, bad rapper, or whatever, but not my steely enough that I'm just going to go, okay, let me check out this guy's story, blah, 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 uh, until I hear that, oh, okay, you know what? 
he's gonna stop violence <laughs> or whatever, you know, <laughs> then could. maybe I'll look and go, okay, you know, he's an MLK person. Martin Luther King Jr. You know, I'm a again, martyr per se. Well, I don't want to say a martyr because I don't need. That's how. That's less. what MLK was. Well, no, what I'm saying is because in this day and age, especially in hip hop. Unfortunately, people get shot all the time, and people try to give them martyrdom. They're like, oh my gosh, my guy was so this, and he's a martyr because he was... No, he wasn't. He was an idiot. Um, Speaking of idiots. So, you know. Speaking of idiots, 50 Cent. <sighs> idiot. You know what? Everybody is entitled to an opinion. Everybody has the right to vote any way that they want. But to vote based on your bank account or lack therefore of if you fear a tax hike increase and whatever first of all be thankful that you're in a high tax bracket that this may well especially the 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 three four five shows that he has out now and making all the money power power book two and another one that's going on cbs so all that you know he was still relevant but he's, he's he's done a lot he's done a lot over the years that i can say to the point where i call him curtis jackson Instead of 50 Cent, because I haven't heard a record in so long. He's just been doing shows and DVD movies. And people love Power. And I'm about to start watching Power once I get the stars. And that's going to take me weeks to do it. Just like when I was watching The Wire. Um, But anyway, um, it's just the art of investigation for me. Once I hear about someone and I hear A, B, and C, I'll look into it like... Why are they this instead of the person that I would normally think that would do something of that nature? And the Travis Scott, going back to Travis Scott, the Travis Scott burger at McDonald's combo, um, I didn't think it was much. And when I heard news that people were going around demanding it, they were running out of ingredients and ripping posters off the the uh, the restaurant, I'm like, something's going on with this guy to make people go crazy. Same thing I say with uh Dito Von Cheeto, that's in the White House. Um, I was like, who? That that makes that that makes go, people going crazy. They drinking that Kool Aid. Um, so I stick to pumpkin spice. The the influence is so is, is so huge. Um, but but again, he he's gonna he he got the Rona though. He got the Rona, if he indeed got the Rona, because again. Sometimes life is a work. And that man, he one of the best workers out there. If you don't know, you really should. Everything he says is a damn work, okay? You have to drive the fans up. You have to fact check it against your own damn common sense. Like, wait, wait, what? Hold on. Maybe I'm, no, I'm not stupid. He is. Um, So if he indeed got the Rona, because he just decided. Should be over by now. To get out of the hospital, get a get out of the hospital free card, and go back to work. Not even fourteen days. Typical people are still contagious during the time frame that he left the hospital. Did he left and talked about? Don't be afraid of the wrong. Don't be afraid. I'm afraid that you are too close to the button and your old feeble ass can cough, <laughs> sneeze, and spread the corona and hit the button as you fall down to the ground and kill us all. But I digress. But look at it like this: when he first got it. I, I don't mean to be sadistic. When he, when I heard he first got it, I woke up from a nap when I found out. I laughed because Ooh, he did not do did. The, he did not do the measures. He's like wearing a mask makes you weak, you know, and shaking hands and kissing people. You saw the garden party where twenty people in that garden party got sick. He did 
did the most, as the kids say. And then he got the Rona. So when I heard, first, of, it was in the middle of the night when it like yeah, came out or whatever. Did. And of course, you know, team no sleep over here. Mm-hmm. I saw it. And I think I shared it with somebody. I was like, would you look at this <laughs> here? Um, wait till people wake up in the morning. I wish you shared that with me. Um, and my, my thing automatically was like, oh my gosh, people are going to have a field day with this. Let's see if he changes this too. Let's see. If he goes, oh my gosh, America, you never say you're wrong, but America, we got to be this, we got to be that. This was the opportunity for him to be Mm -hmm. a real leader, Mm -hmm. for him to, you know, say, I I care about people. It's a shame that, you know, so many people died, that we, we were going to do this, we're going to be better, we're going to be the greatest country in the world, and now we're going to step up our measures collectively. Nope. That was the last guy who would do that. This, I think, so, I think that anybody with this good sense that God gave them, it would have done that. Whether it be the last guy or the guy before him or the guy before him or the guy before him or the guy before him. I will, I can't, of course, speak directly for a Ronald Reagan who, you know, oh, he been on it. who, you know, under his regime if you want to go back into you know history whatever helps the war on drugs was more the war on you know black people Mm -hmm. whatever but i would like to think that reagan would have properly handled coronavirus that he would not have allowed the country to get to this point that he would have reached across party lines, as they like to say, or party lines, and got everybody going, hey, listen, we need to quarantine, mask up, pay the people, let's get America well. Let's make sure that people don't die in the hundreds of thousands uh, for this virus. You didn't say that. I like to think (laughs) that that president who, you know, sinister in um, people of color's books, would have at least tried to keep people from dying. This president is not a president. This president is a joke. And it's not me being political. The man's funny. Because anybody who says the stuff that he says has to actually be a stand-up comedian. And we just, some of y'all not getting the punchline. Or some of y'all are getting the punchline, but you think it's damn truth and not funny. And it's amazing that, the supporters are still holding on to like like the jaws of life. Everything and the funny thing about it is, he introduced the doctor to us. They told us social distance, wear a mask, and everything of that nature. Fauci. He introduced Anthony Fauci to people, Fauci. and then he turned around and said he don't know what he's talking about. He's been around five hundred years, and, so, and I'm just like, you the one who introduced it. You <laughs> to, brought you this brought him up there. Dance. You literally. Walked him in with a corsage on his dress and said, this is my doctor, my date. This is the person I'm bringing to the dance who just knows everything, who is going to be my expert and tell the world and America what is good. And then I don't know what happened. Perhaps Fauci didn't put out. Fauci did not give you the ringing endorsements. Fauci did not puppet and say the dumb stuff that you wanted him to say. He did not let him... He did not let you reach your hand under his dress and touch him inappropriately. So now you don't know Fauci and Fauci is not your bitch. Guess what? 
you are wrong and again directly responsible for hundreds of thousands of people dying yeah. basically that's what it was right that's my lie <laughs> so so again um you know people now and i'm saying this because we might not see each other in two weeks or whatever uh be the next month in the middle of it People out here are, are taking a virus and a germ and making it political when it has nothing to do with it. Saying that I'm not wearing a mask and some of the liberals and want to marry my, I'm like, okay, then die. Or get real sick. I, you don't wish that on uh, other people, but it's yeah, like... Yeah, supposed you, to, but in this day and age right now, if you don't wear a mask, if you want to be an... If you want to be an asshole, that's perfectly fun, dandy, and great. If you want to be an asshole, then please, by all means, fucking die. Yeah, I mean, and there were pastors that said, I'm still open my church. We still going to have service back in April. And they died like two weeks later. And Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. Not a joke, y'all. If going out on faith was a person hmm. or foolishness. So, so again, um, for those who are listening that are outside the country, is it's been really painful on the political side of things, I have a friend in South Africa. They're closing up liquor stores and cigarettes at the very most. So uh, <laughs> that's not one place where you want to visit. I mean, uh, honestly and truly, I would if it was safe. But the thing of the matter is, every place in the world is being affected. Like, even Alaska. Like, oh, the remote Alaska is affected. There are places, there is no place that is literally safe except for the fantasy island in your mind. From this virus so the best thing to do is to you know social distance to be safe to wear your mask do you have tattoo in your mind no fantasy island i just fantasy island's the most you know weird place in the world the, the plane the plane the plane the plane yeah the the if you could the find rona, it, the rona the rona, the rona. <laughs> the shit fantasy island won't even let you off the plane like i'm sorry go back where you came from <laughs> there you go because we don't want the rona here but the, the fact of the matter is, like, every place in the world, no matter remote reaches or what have you, the, the virus is out there. It is spread and easily spread. And that we're still learning. And there's still, you know, misconceptions about, oh, I don't need to wear a mask. It won't protect anything. Like, people, please, whatever you can do, if at all possible, just keep yourself and other people safe. You don't have to respect yourself. Some people don't respect themselves. But damn it, don't disrespect me or the rest of the world enough to, to kill us because of your idiocy. Yeah, it's funny that some of these people are pro-life, but yet they don't wear masks. Mm, it's not funny and sad because, again, that's stupid. It's very tragic. Um, but like I said, there's an election coming up where um, we just want to get this person out. The other person that's going against them is not that great either. Excuse me. It's not that great either, but um, he has a very interesting vice president. Uh that's going to be coming up, uh, Kamala Harris. So that's going to be a milestone for black history. Um, but anyway, uh, it, it's just that uh, people are just so strong to drink this Kool-Aid, man. Like, they just hold on like there ain't nothing wrong with them. And he comes up and says, like, don't let it defeat you. You still go out and do your thing. Like, what? This, you, you, he's again, he, the joke, the punchline. The punchline is... He, unfortunately, is the president of the one of the most powerful countries in the free world. He went to a hospital that literally, you have to be a high, high, high on the list, um, dignitary or celebrity, and to get into this hospital. 
the treatment that he received was not a treatment that any normal person would have gotten the drugs whatever he was administered not that we have all the details but again understand that this is the president of the united states they're going to do everything in their power to con to, to preserve this man's life and livelihood so his lungs his whatever was affected by corona whatever he got if you know a regular person gets steroid version one he had steroid version 1 million to make sure that he is okay because again the united states we already look weak in front of the world we can't have our leader be you know stupid and dead um so they're and, keeping and, this man alive and a lot of people on twitter were wishing him dead too a lot of people and twitter was taking them taking those posts down too a lot of people were wishing him you know death because honestly <laughs> sometimes it's you want him gone by any means necessary a lot of people were like by any means necessary if if corona get him then corona got him it's well, not like we did it he did it to himself and still the followers a bit would would not believe it then he would and, and still have gold statues right. of him afterwards which is you know what how you gold statue but if the white house was free for at least one one less idiot we got to worry about that's all i'm saying but the funny thing about it is, and I may eat crow later, I didn't want him to die. I wanted him to lose. I just I just wanted him to lose. And Isn't death the ultimate loss? Not really. Not when you have like umpteen million cases behind your back that you're going to face investigation charges. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you're known to be with a known pedophile that quote unquote killed himself in jail. He's beating it right now. That's why we call him Teflon Don. I mean, ugh. Nothing right, sticks. We, we turn political, but I'm just saying. I know. Right now... In this digital age, mm -hmm. where it would be any other person done, done mm -hmm. in whatever genre of work life that you pay, whether it be an actor, a comedian, a billionaire, real estate mogul, yada, yada, whatever you, you would be done. Yeah. But America, funny thing, politicians, all politicians, I'm only going to just say him. You got politicians who, you know, get accost people for sex in bathrooms by tapping their feet and, you know, Foley. Um, just, you know, inappropriately touching staff members or propositioning staff members or, or staff members or being anti LGBT. But you're messing around with little young guys in seedy hotel rooms. I mean, all these politicians. Hell, it, it doesn't matter, but the politicians seem to get some kind of walk back and it's okay well there was one in florida i think his name was uh something something but he was married had a wife and he was caught with like a gay hooker and crack and stuff but he was drinking uh remember the what was it who's the mayor of dc marion barry mm -hmm. he was caught he in a seedy hotel with a hooker and uh -huh. crack cocaine and came back to politics there's a train wreck documentary on HBO that I saw years ago that was hilarious. But again, and they still voted, and he got like a couple more terms out of it. Right after crack, yes, after he got busted with a hooker and crack. So politicians, the bitch set me up. Politicians are getting the 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 slight slap on the hand, where as moral people, we're going that's bad. Shout out to Susie, but. They're still okay to run and be in office. And we go, that's good. We, the people, 
are idiots for allowing this stuff. I'm sorry, I'm thinking about it now. You just brought Susie back up. Ew. We have a debate next week. We have Susie in front of both of them. It's like, true. <laughs> do, do the truth next week at the debate. Susie. Susie can moderate the debate. And whenever somebody gets out of line, Sue Young pops up. Yes. Impact. Write it down. You can have yes. that one. Yes. Take that one, please, and run with it. Get somebody to play both both of these parties and get Susie in the middle of it. That's gold. That's going to win you like the Emmy and all your time slots. Oh, my God. Holy matter of fact, let me go ahead and right, text right, that to yeah, somebody right Yeah, now. write that down. So, meanwhile, while she's texting, um, we're running a little overtime because we're talking about uh, – current events in our personal lives being Americans. And for those who are outside listening to this, this is our take on it. Uh, despite you watching CNN, despite you watching uh, MSNBC, you watching Fox News, <coughs> bullshit, um, or watching any other news channel that, that showcases it, this is not a joke. And I come across to a lot of people saying that even though I'm not a Trump supporter, I wanted him to do his job and go. Just do your job and go. But the man has dropped the ball so many fucking times. You know, we had COVID nineteen. He had an action. He had an action strike team or something. Nothing happened from them. He he let them all go. Uh, the uh, police, the uh, police brutality before and during his uh, tenure. He got on TV the week after he was elected. Said, "Stop it, stop it." Nothing happened. The debate that came by in the past, which was a train wreck in itself, said, "What do you think about the Proud Boys?" Mm. Stand back and stand. Uh, I think it was stand aside or something, stand up. and stand up and like, dude, you just made yourself a racist. But again, if not any other point. But again, there are millions of people who still go, "Oh no, that's not what he meant." Uh, no, he didn't mean that. Hey. He said it. He said it out loud. He said it where we could see it. He said it where closed caption could type it across the screen in case I could not hear. The hearing impaired the hearing impaired person could have had a little bubble on the screen and did the did the sign language. It was it was just right there. And you know, people are claiming in the news that they're dropping out. He let us down, we're voting for Biden, which is still based on the electoral college system, so I can only take it with a grain of salt when they say that. But, I mean, certain states do abide by population. Every, everybody needs to vote. That's the, the long and the short of it. It's chestnut checkers, though. It, it's it's going out. Or if you want to be safe, if you if it's not too late, requesting a ballot by mail for your state, do whatever it is you need to do, but you need to cast your vote. Wait, wait, wait I'm not finished. So now with COVID-19 has come by, everybody has a socially distance, no lines, no gatherings, whatever. And say, okay, we can mail and vote. No, no, you can't do that. It's so corrupt. And uh, dude, why are you tripping over everything? You are hiding something. If you were doing your job, then we could all vote it, but you weren't. So again, it's a lot of stuff that's happened. You drop the ball on it, and it's like these people are like, no, no, that's not what you said. I'm like, okay, what do you say? What do you say? Hmm? What do you say? Again, it's... And the fact is that you caught the Rona hmm. on October 1st or October 2nd, and then like a week later, you're doing you're doing rallies, high-fiving and hugging people. I am, I, I'm so glad I can hug and I can kiss everybody, all the beautiful women and all the men. Most people are still contagious. And I'm like... Time frame. He out here 
you know, spreading his uh, spit and spittle into the air. And I'm just like, if that was Joe Biden here, the Ron, and he was doing the same thing, I would be mad. I would if it was, say the same if thing. The foot, the shoe was on the opposite foot. He would be losing his mind. He'd be going off saying, "Look at him. He don't care about the people coming to support him. So he can't care about America." Well, guess what, Donnie? Vice versa. You don't care about America. You can't care about the people who support you. Because again, you out here in the midst of all these people spreading the Rona. <laughs> Literally and truly, you gotta be. And it was a garden party and 20, you saw that list, like 20 people got infected and people just like, no, no, that's okay, they'll be alright, they'll be alright. Oh, they got it from someplace else. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't. I'm sure, and even if they did, those 20 people touched 20 more people or more people or more people and they spread it and spread it and spread it because again, nobody knew when this person, the president, had Corona when he was positively tested. So, so much craziness out there, y'all. Just for real, be safe. Don't be a Donald. Did you did you see him go up the stairs when he got out that, that helicopter and see how windy he did not let go he one bit? Like somebody who just, you know, came back from an injury in wrestling, who had ring rust and tried to run the ropes. It was like, holy crap, I'm blown up. Yes, you are. Just I can keep, upstairs. I can keep going. I can like, still do this. I've 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 been winded before. No, let's, let's call and, it. And when you take that like deep inhale and your whole shoulders rise up, your chest, your heart, your lungs are just like woo. And that pain in your side. And you want to touch and go, oh, but now I gotta stay here and look important and like I'm not hurting. That's how he looked, and that right there, if nothing else, was telling as hell. But again, everybody don't get it. Everybody don't look at it that way. Oh, he's so brave. He's so strong. No. He's an idiot. And he's roided up, so he may got the medicine and, and the, the the treatment and stuff. Don't mean that you can get it. And he got it, and it's still physically. You could see the effect that he was affected still. So even with his super medicine, his, you know, keep the president alive medicine, it still did not make him as invincible as he thought. It's not going to come to you, so your silly ass is going to either die or kill somebody else if you try to be like him. And he was hopped up, too. He, those those Roys was hopping him up, and when he said he's going to kiss everybody, he was on that Molly, too. He was on the MD, <laughs> MDMA, for real. He was on that stupid. That, that ecstasy. So, uh, like I said, you know, there's people still in the hospital suffering from it, can't even get out. They've been in the hospital four months. People got it two, three times. And still suffering. And it's not a joke. My uncle died from it. I'm going to be real with you. I couldn't even, we couldn't even have service. I couldn't go to Ohio, which I kind of dreaded. But, um, you know, for those outside of the United States, pray for us. Pray that we get through this. Pray that we don't do another four years. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I, I internally pray for myself. I pray for Mika at times. What she doing? What she doing? I pray for uh, people in my quote unquote inner circle. Um, so we we just don't know. I pray for Barrington Hughes. Um, he just went through something like a year ago, or whatever. So like earlier this year, yeah. Yeah. So if he goes through something, who Lord Jesus have mercy. Um, but I don't want to end on this. I mean, also they try to cancel Ice Cube. For trying to reach out to whoever's in office to have a contract for us so we can be safe. You know. And they attached him to, yeah, he with Trump. No, you're not. Call 50 Cent. 
you, you gotta love people because they want to jump to the wrong conclusion. And that's how entertaining social media can be. They don't get the right information. They just get the information period and just run with it. Hmm. So, you know, go figure. But anyway, we uh, had a bonus section here talking about uh, United States presidency. We we overran a little bit. We apologize. I'll, I'll put this in the notes just in case if you don't want to listen to this part. Um, anyway, thank you for listening. Um, I'm going to see if I can try to get in contact with you in two weeks because wrestling news just passes so fast. Um, it's coming back in a blur. Yeah. Shout out to Damien Auburn. Uh, it, it, it's so fast and uh, next month uh, is election time so maybe I can take some time off and we can get together and do a quick episode and I'm not really one to say this but also uh, I will be celebrating a nice little born day too ah yeah. I'm a Scorpio so sorry about your luck Hey, Scorpios get it in. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Leo. We just look down on phone, y'all, and shake our heads because we know we're the best. But y'all go ahead with yourselves. Apparently, you've never been with a Scorpio before. Nobody of importance, apparently. But keep going. Okay. So anyway, I'm uh, going to end this episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, I had to put out my heart. Because uh, Mika and I, we have so many, we have so schedules to uh, upkeep, and you know it's hard to get her here. It's hard for me to sit down and do this. Um, but anyway, Mika, just give me information where they can find you. Who's looking for me? No, I'm kidding, guys. I am on social media. Mika, M I K A Villas, V I L L A S. That's the Twitter. That is the Instagram. The Facebook. Find me at V. Mika Villas because the other one is a Greek hotel. That is right. I am a hotelier in Greece. I didn't want to tell y'all. I know you can't have a discount, but um, you can find me all there. That's one of my destinations too, Greece. Yeah, I'm sure it is very Greek. No, it just you ever seen Greece? Yes, I have. Oh my God! I have a hotel there. Did I not just did just say that right? I mean, Uh, sound of my voice apparently just just saw that trademark. So, um, me, Mika Villas, not Mika Villas, because you know, I've already investigated. Okay, anyway. Okay, all right. And then also, she has a Patreon account as well, too. For those of you wishing to subscribe, there are some nice tiers out there, but yeah, I do have a Patreon. Mika Villas. I mean, look, tell me you want it. I know you do. That just sounded bad. Yeah, it did. Sorry, okay, (laughs) sorry. Hey, there's some Mika Villas uh, male groupies out there. I listen. I, we we I we're we're gonna talk about the weird stuff I see in requests or whatever. But uh, I will not poop and show you pictures. <laughs> and then yeah, we watched the Shotzi Blackheart video uh, video yeah. from Jim Cornette talking about that. I didn't know that. Yeah, I knew about it and I died laughing. But that's not gonna happen, y'all. That's Sorry. disgusting. The people are people want to support by all means. Go ahead and cash out me, Mika Villas. But let's not inquire for. You know, PCs, that's just not going to happen. Again, an episode like that, you're going to have to pay for it to get. I would love to hear that episode. Um, You'd have to pay me not to, you know, no. No, I would, I would put that on the Patreon account. Good God. Uh, anyway, you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram under Sensational One. Uh, Facebook under Official Shinblade. I need to change that one to a Sensational One also. Um, 
you can catch me uh you can catch my email in the uh bio of instagram you can catch it in twitter if you want some inquiries i got some hip-hop songs coming up uh that i gotta use uh please people whenever i put out looking for hip-hop artists or beats on twitter please do not dm me saying go to the website for you to download songs email your songs to me in mp3 format in mp3 format so that i can know where it's coming from and i know where to show people who to support i had guys you know i i'm not gonna do i'm going to do it anyway because Mm. i have people on posts that say yo fam dm me for more information under my post i like your material dm me for more information let's collab no it's some yeah there's a way to do business and i think a lot of burgeoning artists don't understand quite yet the proper way it's a learning experience and eventually they will learn well, I tell people all the time that if you want to inquire someone, get the email address, send a, a, a formal email introducing yourself. What are you looking for and what do you want out of it? Legality 101. That's what it is. DMs are not really legality unless they're, you know what, pigs, harassment or whatever. But when it comes to business, emails are more important than DMs. Contracts. Are the most important thing, y'all. But don't send me a con- look. Don't send me a contract on DM because I would tear it up. <laughs> I would be like Jim Cornette. Thank Delete. you. Fuck you. Bye. Delete. No, it's not worth it. I tell people all the time. You know, I got people that email that uh, message me like three, four times when I tell them. I say, look, I'm gonna have to block you. Just like the followers of Instagram that get on my stories. I can give you five thousand followers if you pay for my service. That's a bot. That's always... Yeah. I block all those people. So, again, be legal. I will teach you how. It's not that It's not that freaking hard. But, anyway, I am the sensational one. This here is Mika Villas, one of my uh, bestest friends ever. We got to get a shirt. Oh, my God. <laughs> the best friend's shirt. Um, Copyright infringement all over the board, y'all. I know. I got to figure out another name. Anyway, I'm tripping. Uh... I am the Sensational One Shinblade. This is the Vivacious Mika Villas, and we are out.